Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and people outside of the binary. This is Less Stupid with Thomas Huda, a show that's completely uncut, uncensored, and underrated, just like this mofo here, a beast on the mic. Yeah. Who yeah. are you? I am that kid cry. Uh, yeah, just a, a Salem rapper from Oregon. You know, Sweet. it's really hard to be an Oregon rapper. <laughs> it's hard to tell people outside you know, the realm of Oregon that you can rap. Yes. <laughs> or they don't believe many you. people in Oregon, too. Um, yeah. It's funny. There's like this duality between is it hard to be an Oregon rapper? Because one, if you're an Oregon rapper, you're probably white. And I'm not really right. that interested in hearing white white, more white, white rappers complain yeah. about how hard it is to be a white rapper. It's no longer even remotely hard to be a white rapper. Yeah. There's just too many of them. There's, yeah. They're all rappers. Yes. <laughs> but this, the other thing is, well, on some level, it's true. I was talking to my friend Cross K the other day about how there aren't any real top highest tier successful international successful uh, hip hop artists that are from Oregon. What would you say about that? I disagree sometimes. Yeah, because yeah, uh, you got Amine. Obviously, he's from the XXL magazine. He's from outside of Portland. I he, forgot uh, that Amine was. He's from got hundreds of millions of views on videos. They don't claim him often. Well, because Amine he's actually famous, performed at you know? my, uh, my alma mater. Yeah, because <laughs> he's famous. They turn when on you, his ass. When you blow up, right. people hate you. Like they don't oh, like absolutely. it. Absolutely, they wanted to be the ones to do it. And you right. know, there's two other right. people that come to mind when I think of uh, people blowing up right now. And that's you're like, gonna say. When? NK47. Okay. And he's got 5 million, 10 million. He's, he gets millions of views on Facebook videos and okay, stuff. Right People on. don't acknowledge him out here, though. They don't sure. They don't show love like that. Sure. You know, and then, uh, but because he's getting big, right? Like, right, and then okay. Winnie. Uh, yeah. Winnie, Winnie's like, uh, she's a female MC. She's powerful. That, yeah, she kind of, she blew up off saying she's Eminem's daughter. Now she's got a J.I.D. Well, I don't think she did. Did she plant that rumor? Well, she, I don't know how, who planted that. I've, right. I've seen marketing gimmicks like that and stuff too. Of course. So I wouldn't be surprised it's to find out because yeah she she's i saw her she looks kind of like Haley. yeah like not <laughs> super s- close but you know yeah i seen her on uh, twitter arguing with fans about how she's not eminem's daughter so like right right, right. so if it was fake she was really putting she was really like into sure. the gimmick you know okay but i don't think it was fake yeah but, uh, i think well that, i'm just really impressed with fucking her 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 yeah and she's her a good MC. she put out if i may yeah it was you a good way that? to get noticed and, yeah she got on shade four or five she got she gets millions of views she's got uh twista col- kind of col- gave her yeah. a cosign she got a collab with jid Snoop. uh from j cole's label that song was she, dope. she's now going on tour that with jid Earth. song yeah, yeah. uh who do you know here? Yeah. Was that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's now going on tour with Earth Gang. Ego Trip, I think is what it's called. Earth- she's going with Earth Gang? Yeah, she's going on tour oh, with yeah, Earth Oh, yeah. She just dropped her dates. Like, That's dope. People from Oregon are killing it right now, but people willfully. You're right. I'm sorry. Keep them out of the I'm conversation. Still, I'm still. Well, I've been <laughs> out like, of the hip hop scene I like. for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember it always being all of us struggle MCs. Because yeah. all those people popped off fairly recently, even Amine, yeah. probably 15, yeah. 2016. And then uh, Maddie is a rapper from Salem. Maddie, okay. but he's not famous for rap. He's famous for that. Uh, I'm thinking of Maddie B raps, that little kid. Yeah. He's like Beaver Suggs. Okay, like, sorry. Why am I like, shutting that person out? He's like this Asian dude from here in oh, uh, Salem. Yeah. Like, he's super too cool. Like, he used to headline shows out here, but he's not a. Uh, Asian pride. Yeah. He's, he's, if you're he's, not watching this on YouTube, I just did a yeah. racist Asian eye stretch. 
much Racist. on my face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's, uh, he's I'm so self-loathing. Uh, he's not famous for rap though. He's famous for this ASMR stuff. Like, of course he is. You know what I mean? So he's got like hundreds of thousands of subscribers, and he's like, I was ready to hear like a beast bro, on the mic spitting bro. mad freestyle. He's a beast, but people okay. don't know about that. They yeah, know about he, him crinkling water like, bottles on chopping up a potato. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. Uh, I All got right. love for him though. He's making money. He's doing his thing. He's making more than the right. rappers are making. <laughs> what I think, <laughs> what you have a perspective on Oregon hip hop that I think is uh, maybe a little more central to where the people are at than I do as a longtime Eugenian. Yeah. You know, because you are in range of Eugene. I but know all you the are Eugene really in range of Portland also. You got the architects. You got oh, Asaw Lomo. You absolutely. got Sammy Warmhands. Yeah. You, know, you got. I, I, I pay attention to everywhere. You know, like. Dude, you, are, you got eyes like, and ears everywhere. Yeah, I, yeah. See yeah. It. I see it. Ben, they got the hobbyists. They got Notion. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You know, like it's 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 heads everywhere. Mostly water. Yeah. Uh, down south. Uh, there, there's a there's all kinds of rappers everywhere okay. man i could go on for all day <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, absolutely it's, <laughs> absolutely well you talked about people, people don't know up any of and these names like <laughs> <laughs> well whatever yeah. you know but this is a part of the humanity eug news network i'm which obsessed is a, with it i'm like an encyclopedia <laughs> if you need to know oregon rap uh, i thought you were saying you're obsessed with my news platform no, i'm no. like no you're not i've mm. seen your name not on any of my story viewer lists hey we're here now i'm though, just fucking with you yeah absolutely well i've actually heard a lot of people when macklemore popped off who's probably you got to say the biggest northwest rapper ever yeah i I mean actually thrift shop has done numbers that no other song has done in certain categories yeah it's crazy the amount of sales so so but then i heard a lot of people saying that he was a dick after he popped off but before but he, he gave, popped up, he people were fucking with him, right? You right. had Grinch, you had Soul, you had money Blue to Scholars. Andre Osborne's, uh, remember when uh, his daughter was uh, diagnosed with a disease? You, do you fuck with Andre yeah, Osborne? Bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. When she, his daughter was going through it, V, and she got yeah. she got through it and everything. Right. It was good to see like so many people supporting him and, and V like for all Sweet. that. Like yeah. I, I was, I donated. Like it was, it was, mm. uh, it, it's mm. good to see the hip hop community come together for those kind of things. But it's like. Uh, and Macklemore came back and showed love, right? Like yep. he's on video, like showing love to them, right. and pictures and, and he's helping it. bring up a guy I really like called Travis Thompson. Have you heard that dude? Yeah, from Travis Seattle? Thompson. I got he's offered, about to tour with Watsky. That's one of my and biggest I regrets, love bro. Watsky. One of my biggest regrets. I got offered to open for Travis Thompson last year. No shit. I had no idea who it was. Nah, I get it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. No. And way. then later I bumped him, and I'm like, Oh my god, I should have right. done that. Like that because he's dope. You know, he's like, mad dope. He definitely <laughs> reminds me, and this is not a diss i'm sure here's a lot chance the rapper's style yeah and his tone but mostly just that youthful fun up uh, bouncy shit mm-hmm. um i really like from him and uh he talks about being from the res he's, he's got indigenous yeah. heritage and that's yeah. like i'm all about seeing more voices from more backgrounds in more artistic communities i like following him on twitter because he just oh he's mad talks, funny talks for shit like <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I love it yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. um so how did you oh gosh see i was like you were talking about how you the same people who interview you for hip-hop uh stuff always ask you the same fucking I'm, questions i'm here for it but um okay what i'll try what to answer you in i know that you're from i want to talk a little bit about let's say like the rural oregon experience because you grew up in toledo <sighs> yes toledo. Oregon, which <laughs> yeah. is now it's about three thousand people yeah, or a little not more? many people man 2050 yeah. 2070 yeah. yeah knocking on the door yeah there was a. Uh, there was a teacher there teaching us about the roots, an English right. teacher, and everybody else was listening to Eminem and Tech Nine and Fifty Cent, and sure. that was what was popping when I was in school. Sure. And so, like, 
that's my only reference those, for rap those are at all that really time. dope too yeah they're all great but, yeah and they didn't have the influence that like artists i found later right had where i was like i was like yeah eminem 50 cent everybody likes them i like them like you know mm-hmm. like everybody was just on the same train back right. then as kids and then right. you start to discover my teacher's like here's the roots and then yeah. i discover the roots and then i'm like oh there's most Steph and talib Kweli and black star and like right. like and i'm finding jay dilla that's, how, that's finding- how that underground really dope i guess you would say alternative there's no real good way to refer to the, these artists because it's like ooh, conscious rapper yeah. ooh, alternative hip-hop it's like no it's like everybody doing hip-hop is doing hip-hop there's just yeah. these natural sort of different bubbles of different tone and mm-hmm. content and flavor to it I've, and I, I like seeing the different regional scenes have more like freaking crossing communication with each yeah. other for example run the jewels yeah like you got yeah. that hard ass atl gritty killer yeah. mike shit and then you got a d- totally different kind yeah, of hard LP. ass new york tough. <laughs> yeah. you know i'm not LP. fucking with anything energy from lp so i just love i love where hip-hop is at nowadays yeah i it people complain about like they're not being real hip-hop or like the mainstream suit mumble rap or whatever like yeah i get that vibe too like i'm hearing that stuff and i'm like i'm not disappointed like right there's like some artists where i'm like i'm not gonna bump that guy but like it's not all of them you know like sure. it's there's tons of new age artists where like i'm hearing them like the juice world guy and all those like the little right. peeps and the in the xxx like i hear just those name three dudes who all died yeah from but, drugs yeah but i hear i hear all those guys yeah. music and i get why people like it like because it oh, was like honestly it, i would speak from a perspective of having taught young people yeah for a year in new york uh 10th grade 11th grade but even like middle school is really vibing with xxx tentacions yeah. uh yeah, I take care you of know. an eighteen-year-old kid at a at a group home, and he bumps all those guys, Trippy Red, and yes. every, every single one of them, like Ski Mask. Yeah, and I download music for him and Smoke Perp. <laughs> we find all these people Dude, that Smoke Perp is kind of <laughs> nasty on the mic, but I I don't even like all of them. You know, there's like right. Kodak, Kodak Black. I I can't really get yeah, into Kodak Black, him, but yeah. people love that dude. I and yeah, he's on a track I was just listening to, a boogie with the hoodie, drowning. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that song? Yeah. That's a great song. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then uh, Tech Nine even mentioned it in an interview. He's like, "A boogie with the hoodie, he's on. Yeah. He's on." Then Kodak, come on, it's kind of fall off. Like you're falling off. I like, get it. It's so real. Tech it's, is so real. It's about- almost not even rap. It's like a fusion of like like trap hi hats and music like that. But right. it's them using vocal uh, styles that right. are like good Charlotte Simple Plan mm. like green day like you yeah little peep when i first heard like they, awful Blink things too like yeah for sure. like the vibes are that honestly you know? the 2020s are gonna be that's gonna be popping and that's gonna be more and more genre breaking down as There's we know them older artists um, we know that jump onto that train you know right. like where mgk made a whole album where he sounds kind of like that Dude, he's popping into an acting career now yeah and him and young blood is it young blood or that he did that song with? but it's like i don't know that's there's songs he did like that sound like that good charlotte blink 22 vibe right. you know like where you're like are they even rapping like are, right. why are, are we putting this in the rap category like yeah you know and rappers are mad that they're making that music you know like and right. you're like 
are you are you, think, just, are you going over to rockers and like and right. country singers like you shouldn't make this music <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy it's, it's, like, it's a hard thing to tell people <laughs> that they can't make the music that's in their heart that they hear in yeah. their head that gets them through their day that they want to communicate with more people who feel the same way i got of songs, course there's man. culture vultures and we you if you're going to participate in a music culture that's not like your own mm-hmm. then you gotta either you gotta have love for the history that's why everybody yeah. like Remember when Lil Yachty was talking it. about how he didn't you know, know five like, five Tupac songs or five Biggie songs or something like that? Yeah. So you got to have that. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it's really hard to tell people. Like, Okay, I think two genres that are going to be really big this decade are going to be like, we've kind of talked about what I would call white guys screaming over 808s. Yeah. Uh, not all white guys, but, but, uh, but yeah, that kind of like um, vocal delivery from, let's say, even like post, uh, post-hardcore or uh you know just pop punk um yeah. over over like 808 yeah. trap kind of hi-hat beats um but i think we're also going to see this has been another thing it's kind of a groundswell of like artists of color people of color like bands in all genres of rock and yeah. metal and punk yeah um, country yeah and country of country's course country's got hi-hats now that's like ex- they yep. almost exclusively yep. sing country over hi-hats like you know i feel like the 2010s the whole decade they were flirting with going yeah. full pop full pop rap like <laughs> instrumentation with just I can a turn little a, bit of twang yeah. and uh, you can turn any Trace country Atkins, yeah you know when he did honky tonk but donkey that's been that's been happening there's been a lot of i mean okay i love country and rap because they're both like Okay, people. Some people are like, "Oh, identity politics, fuck that." I'm like, "No, dude. People have identities and people have communities, and like, country is like the rap of the rural uh, of rural America. Yeah, and rap is the country of uh, urban Johnny Cash America. was a rapper, man. Johnny Cash, oh, was- straight up, <laughs> he wasn't a good singer. No, he's a rapper. No, <laughs> you made good songs. These are the people that encourage <laughs> me. People who are not good singers, but they make it as some of the legendary singers. Yeah. Bob Dylan. Yeah, Bob Dylan from Minnesota. He's from Minnesota. He's rapping. Watch <laughs> college in Minnesota. <laughs> Do you know anything about Minnesota hip hop? Because uh, they've they have like they have got it a little. They bit. have got the biggest hip hop festival in the whole world. Yeah, annually, Atmosphere puts on. Yeah, that's Rhyme uh, Sayers, Sound Set. Yeah, you got. I mean, there's but they t- also have like their own tons wave. of heads out there. Like, there's tons of heads. We were trying to go out there for the tour, and the Montana screwed us over, and we didn't get to make it. But I'd never, uh, I've never even been there. But I was like trying to go. We see. had a show canceled in Montana. Yeah, Lisa Vasquez, Sammy well, Warhands. Montana and I. wasn't the show. The show was in uh, Minnesota. Okay, but we had to go through Montana. Got stuck. Oh, okay. and so we like got stuck for Car two troubles, days. Of, van troubles. No, it was two days in the a snowstorm Snow. happened while we're driving through, and we couldn't even make it through. Like, so we were like, "Shit! Like, what do we do?" And so yeah. we just drove south to Colorado and did some pickup shows. But we wanted to go see like the Ramsayers headquarters yeah. and stuff. We were like, we oh, were, they all, we were have, getting ready to they try and have go the over filthiest there. lineup you could yeah. ever imagine because, yeah. especially the last three or four years, they're totally. I mean, a boogie with the hoodie they put on. I mean, I saw two chains there. Yeah. They've got they put on everything the whole wave. Like, they exactly. understand that hip hop's not one thing, you know. Nope. Yeah, it sure isn't. Yeah, even the even the boom bap heads and the old heads understand putting on other other forms of the genre. You know, like they're not mm-hmm. like crying about it. They're working together, and everybody else is crying about it. You know, right? Like, right. I mean, I was just looking in this room at all the variety of artists that I assume you've been on 
these shows? Yeah, I've been on shows with Juggalos, Gangster Rappers, yes. Conscious Heads. I've been on. I see Mac you know, Lethal. Yeah, like, uh, I see Crooked Eye. Dub C, um, Westside Connection, Stevie Stone, you know, like E40. I rock with Too Short. Like, yep. like Strange you Music. Rock with Too Short. Pigeon John. You yep. did a song. You did a show with Too Short. Yeah. Oh my on, gosh. At the Salem Armory. Wow. Yeah. Too Short is on my favorite Lady Gaga album. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. All right. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's such a good album. Art pop. Yeah. 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 It's like the first album where he just had a she kid. Really. Um, she did. <laughs> no. Too Short had a kid. Oh. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> he made That's a song good. about it already. It's a dirty song. Okay. <laughs> Dude. He, he made a. He He's made. Uh, what's <laughs> that? Uh, oh gosh. I'm so blanking on the name, but uh, it's like a 11 minute song uh why is i blanking on it because icp you mentioned juggalos before i did by the way which is like a rare thing for me when i have conversations with people about music is they shout out the juggalos Juggalos in a positive way before i do yeah oh of course there are (laughs) a whole lot of them (laughs) well the name of the next time like i ask you a question and you're talking for about a minute i i will come up with the name of this two this two short song (laughs) and then it won't make sense to throw it back into probably what will be a serious conversation point but i'll do it (laughs) but i love juggalos man i've been to i i just counted the other day i think i've been to five and a half icp shows I've never been to an ICP show, okay, uh, but I like Twisted a little bit. Twisted uh, is amazing. Yeah, that that paper man. What's his hands? Yeah, that shit. love don't live here anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, been cold since you went away. Yeah, that, that yeah. song. That song is that, crazy. Well, that's, that's. I feel like that's the like the peak is, juggalo. That's the end peak of that's juggalo. the end of the <laughs> Twisted with with Psychopathic Records yeah. era. Yeah. Uh, because um, song actually, beautiful. It's, a beautiful song. it's an amazing song. It's on the Abominations album, um, and they in many you could argue rightfully um to there's there's validity on both sides and we're the as the public we never get the whole view yeah so i i want to say especially because i want to actually eventually hopefully have relationships with these people in all all these camps mm-hmm. i like the tech nine approach tech nine is like twisted are my dudes magic yeah. ninja are my dudes icp are my dudes psychopathic is my dudes mm-hmm. you know um unity tech nine was like a juggalo before he was strange music right like the, he was coming up yeah, on yeah, that. absolutely. Strange yeah. Music started in 99 and I believe that Tech was on the Wicked Wonka tour maybe a couple years. Ago. I think I think he had Strange Music he as was a fucking, brand. Yeah, he was fucking with Juggalos heavy though back oh, then. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Still now, but like then he was like mm-hmm. it was like he was one of them, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Well, there was actually a a uh, couple years back. Nah, I don't want to reopen stupid things that were like it's not even really beefs. It's just disagree. It's like uh, misunderstandings and artists uh, having things where, where like um, Violent J uh, didn't think and Shaggy Tudo didn't think that Tech Nine gave enough um, respect to the Juggalo community when they went on Hot 97. Yeah. Um, and uh, when Tech was on Hot 97, and they asked him about kind of where he got his independent. Um, hustle from his. Didn't he say he wasn't going to be on the gathering anymore or something like that? Or something um, was Well, happening? he wasn't going to do the Juggalo March on Washington. Yeah, yeah. Um, for anybody who likes this show because of like education and politics and news, um, y'all let her know that Juggalos have been doing gangs. They're, legitimate. It's a gang. Well, legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> They're a gang, <laughs> dude. My favorite gang, gang. political movement is a is a gang, the Yang yeah, Gang, yeah. baby. Let's go. Um, yeah they're, they're classified by the government as a gang right it's really fu- it's stupid 2011 yeah, yeah. there was a gang uh, assessment list 
Um, and yeah, they put them right up there with, uh, you know. They're just crazy fans. They're fans. Yeah. <laughs> they, but, they wear makeup but and they wear the same. The world is complicated, right? It's yeah. never simple. And um, there are juggalo gangs. Yeah, there are gangs yeah. That, that do hood rat shit and have, you know, done M&M stuff. Fans and, they, and they claim juggalo. And that's the hard thing about it. Like, I can't blame ICP for that. Yeah. You know, Eminem fans are a gang. The stands, they're gang. <laughs> if that's true, you know, yeah, if dude. if you want to start calling everybody a gang, bro, like, I went to you a know, Katy Perry concert and these the seven Barbies, and eight year old Nicki Minaj's Barbies, they're gang. <laughs> girls were screaming, yeah, like they were all part of something. Mm-hmm. I feel like if she had asked them to go burn down like a local retailer, like an arena of twenty thousand people, a solid one thousand are gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's a pretty impressive child yeah. army. Beyonce yeah. has the beehive, you know. If she, if Beyonce yeah. was like, "Go destroy something today," you think a portion of her fans would probably do it? I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I um, don't know if that makes you a gang. It just means you have power, I think. But like, right. Yeah. Right. Dude, that's the artist's fault, though, not the fans. Uh huh. Like the fans, they want to blame the fans and make them the gang or whatever. But like, really, it's like everybody's worshiping these artists. You mm. know, like mm. I feel like that's really like where the power lies is the artist the thing that's amazing about hip-hop and but really about all music now is that anybody can make it and so like you do have this really um intertwined culture of the gangs that are making Mm hip-hop so it's like you can't extrapolate um the music really from the culture that it's around yeah like uh, remember uh bobby shmurda he had this song hot n-i-g-g-a and he goes and he said mitch caught a body about a week ago and it was true. Yeah. Like his homie had ki- named Mitch had killed someone. Him and out. he's just rapping about it. And it was on like <laughs> one of the the biggest rap songs of the of the year. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then Jay-Z, bringing it back to Beyonce and Jay-Z, who I really want to do a freaking whole podcast series about. Frankly, I love them. <laughs> more yeah. more Jay-Z than Beyonce. But uh, he, he, he said, uh, you know, I'll Bobby Shmurda anybody you heard of. And that was a pretty hard bar <laughs> from 444, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> Do you fuck with Hove? Yeah, I, uh, I actually. While, while, have, I, while, I start, while I start on this, yeah, yeah. Um, this pipe in my hand, uh, give me like two or three of the greatest MCs that you, that you think uh, and why. Uh, okay, I like Hove. I want to say that. Like, uh, Hove, like, I have weird stances on Hove because, like, everybody's like, Reasonable Doubt's the best album, blah, 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 you know, like, and I, w- I have Reasonable Doubt, but I wasn't even a fan of that album, you know, like, I was like, not into it because I'm not a gangster, right? Like, I'm not, I, I feel like I like music that I relate to, and I wasn't. That's understandable. I didn't relate to gangster rap, like, and I wasn't bumping Dub C, even though I rocked with him. I wasn't bumping uh ice cube i wasn't bumping ice t i wasn't bumping nwa you know like well uh, the, the that's first jay-z album to break through for <clears throat> me and touch my life it had to do with my age was 2009 the yeah. blueprint three yeah blueprint that 3 ain't was no crazy. gang shit at all kingdom come is an underrated album to me people hate that album i think it the beach chair and all that stuff lost like, ones is on that lost ones yeah lost Amazing ones is one song. of my favorite jc songs yep. of all time like it's, it's show not, me what you got is not a bad single yeah. it's a good comeback single yeah yeah 
like but people wanted to hate him at that point i feel like like i feel like there was like a, a mm. need to hate jay-z because he was like on top Everything i mean the was, american gangster flex was was yeah. unparalleled though yeah like i've that, always seen the argument of jay-z or eminem because they both have like the craziest hip-hop records of all time you know like where like where right. they, they break records jay-z you know? broke the beatles record yeah, and yeah. eminem was the most commercially successful yeah, hip-hop so artist ever people always fight whether those two are the greatest or not like i, I think though hard. as we're getting yeah. further further into the streaming and all more that. decades <laughs> of hip-hop and yeah. seeing where artists are going man i think kanye is gonna make a make a run for it you know yeah kanye like there was a long time when lebron was not considered the greatest and people still thought kobe or mj was mm-hmm. and i think that kanye is in that era where he is the lebron that's not yet considered lebron yeah yeah Back but he might not make any more hip-hop music that is fully consistent with the genre conventions of hip-hop like meaning the subject matter the cursing um because who knows because he does tend to change his mind a lot but uh he he said he's only going to do gospel music now yeah stuff that without kanye i got really into kanye and back to your kanye's first hip-hop album i ever bought late registration yeah late registration uh there was graduation there was you know college dropout there's like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy like he i i was a kanye fan up until uh a little after 808 you know 808s and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy like that's where i kind of hopped off the kanye train where i wasn't like super into him like that in his new music but i still bump the old shit i still listen to college dropout i still listen to late registration and graduation i remember the the feuds would like Late registration or uh, graduation versus uh, before I self destruct with oh, the 50 cent and like they were like marketing and then against he each other. You know? <laughs> they, yeah, no, they, I'm not dissing. It's crazy. It's a good I, album. I, I was actually a pretty good 50 album. No, no, no. Yeah. You're actually thinking of Curtis. Yeah, Curtis. Curtis. Is the one it was, was Curtis. Dropped. Yeah, yes. it wasn't before. By the time before I self destruct came out, it was after it, Curtis. 50 cents. Yeah. Uh, frankly, his peak as a hip hop artist was over. Yeah, but entrepreneurship is amazing but that's the thing yeah like, he stayed once, rich and yeah, he's into exactly. movies and, and shows he's into vodka and yeah. all sorts of of hustles yeah so i'm not knocking the dude yeah he had, he's a club rapper club rappers never tend to tend to stay at the top of besides drake they want money no, people don't tend to stay it's at money. the top of the game for more than two or three years <laughs> yeah. if they're making club music that's just kind of not how it is yeah the money um, rappers find other ways to make money after they're tired of being a rapper like right that's what they do you know they're about money like it's, it's money <laughs> i mean yeah I get, they've been I talking about money. it it's money like no got, why uh, why are you surprised <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they're business people yeah like, like every all, bar yeah jay-z was yeah. about money too like but jay-z's yep. more lyrical like so he was you know he mm. was he was pl- flirting with the idea right yeah. i would yeah. lyrically probably be talib quality like yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. like he's he's flirting with the idea jay-Z, he, he wants to be a lyricist but then with hip-hop aging like, jay-z now is like there's all the most recent way that jay-z has been kind of relevant is like everyone yeah. just clowns on him for being a dad there's kids like, who watch this podcast <laughs> right now and listen to who we're rapper. talking about and they're like who gives a fuck but now like, you, yeah because it's like we're talking about old oh, shit absolutely. right absolutely but it's like absolutely even, you and i talking about jay-z right now yeah. to a 12 year old <laughs> yeah. is the same as like i don't know my friend's parents talking about uh van halen when i was in yeah. elementary school and i was like i don't know yeah poison yeah you know Back to your like top artist question, like I wouldn't have discovered my favorite artist without 
hearing Kanye and being into Kanye. Absolutely. Because my favorite artist was He's an Lupe. amazing curator of, there you go. Lupe Fiasco is my number oh one. Oh, my God. So, like, I, I hear him because he's on yes, yes, Kanye's album. Yes, who's on third? And I was like, Lupe who? first, like, Lupe I was like, the third. Yeah, I was like, who's this yeah. guy? I was cr- I was going crazy because I was like, I got to mm. discover more of this guy's Bottle stuff. Bottle-shaped body, Mike, like Mrs. Mm. Butterworth. Yeah. Oh, oh man. man. Yes. Yeah, I... I uh, when I'm when I'm hearing Lupe on Kanye's album, I'm like, I gotta go listen to more of this guy. And then when I fell into like the cool and food and liquor and yep. all that, like then you I'm like, like Tetsuo and you? Yeah, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm a Lupe fan though, so I'm yep. a little biased, but like I feel like people hated on it and didn't like it, you know, like Fair. Uh, but dotted lines and like all that stuff yep. or dots and lines or I don't know. Uh, but like he's talking about don't sign mm. don't sign contracts because he got screwed There's, over. He yeah. was a huge like uh he had all this controversy around him and was Atlantic and uh mm. and they're shelving his albums right. because he was trying to drop a three disc album to get out of his contract. Oh. So he was like he was he had three albums left on his okay. contract and he's like, Okay, I'm gonna drop a three disc album and that's my contract. Sure. And they shelved it. It a lot was, of artists it was supposed to be called, ICP did that to get out of Island. They did a double album. Yeah, it was supposed to be called LUP End, and he advertised huh. the shit out of it in his music. Even you huh. heard him talking about LUP End in his music before it happened. You know, like, hmm. and then, uh, then it didn't happen. It got shelved. Obviously, Atlantic's giving him shit. Uh, he's trying to get the albums released. They won't let him. Uh, he had his fans protesting outside. This all reminds me of Kesha. Like yeah. you know when. When, uh, well, that's a very different issue that affects that. Yeah. But, um, they released lasers because the fans protested so hard. Right. So the fans went outside the company and just like release Lupe's album, like going nuts. Like, and they dropped it. Like, so, and then, wow, okay. Yeah. How are the people, motherfucker? (laughs) I respect Lupe for that kind of shit. You know, like, I I see that stuff and it gets me excited because I'm like, he broke through. Yep. the bullshit eventually you know like it right. was tough for him right. and it's you're on that journey with him when you're yeah. watching it you're like it's not just the music you're like watching the politics and the sure yeah like it's crazy it's crazy mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I I've never met him mm-hmm. I saw him live once mm-hmm. uh, I don't honestly want to meet him because I feel like uh, even like meeting the guys that you idolize, you yep. find out things you don't want to know about them, or you Absolutely. find out that they're this kind of person or that kind of person. Like you know, what? I don't care. I I like him how he is now. <laughs> I paid. <laughs> That's how I would. I paid stayed. a pretty stiff VIP plus ticket cost for two people to go to the Wow Hall and meet Hobson Funk Volume Twenty Thirteen yeah. tour. That guy was not a fun person to meet at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then later, I hear him rapping about how much he hated his manager and he hated all the um, VIP uh, everyday mm-hmm. meet and greets he had to do. And, it, you know, frankly, if I'm a social person, even yeah. I like to withdraw sometimes yeah. even on the road, you especially. You try to forget but everybody like, that you idolize as a human. You absolutely. Know, like, and so like, like not everybody is a social a person. Yeah. Hobson had a really fucked up childhood and difficulties and was put in special ed classes because no one yeah. thought that he uh you know because he had behavioral issues and all yeah. these like frankly things i see affecting like l- young black youth a lot um yeah. and then uh you know was able to to basically persist through that make music i think he got his mom a house 
Yeah. Like, that's he's amazing. He's done lots of good things, but then right. he's got... But he's the kind of antisocial yeah. dude. He's and got so, all this drama and controversy around him, too, you know? He absolutely. He left the Fort Collins show, his kid in Australia, and that lady drama. Yeah. And then there's all kinds of drama behind Hobson where you're like... Right. you People started to think he was whiny and stuff. I feel like he kind of... <laughs> he's always been whiny, yeah. though. I mean, yeah. that's his, always been his, his, his style and his energy and the way he tackles and approaches the hip-hop world. Yeah, once they the stop... The music world. Once they stop paying attention to how... I don't want his to, ability... Uh, yeah. Like, like his ability was what caught everybody. I feel like, and right. the things he's saying, controversial things. He's cross dressing in music videos and mm-hmm. and wearing like you know wearing his Eminem influence on his sleeve. Yeah, like strongly. Yeah, and that uh-huh. blew him up. Where yeah, him, and he's got my the, pants. He had the ill mind every year. That's a that was a smart gimmick, yeah, man. Funk volume. One, cra- the first fell, two, fell, I think even the part like one like, of the first two wasn't even a rap video. Yeah. <laughs> ill mind of Opson. Yeah, it was him making a. He was making a dolly out of a shopping cart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Camera dolly. I see him on my timeline working with uh, Cypress Jones, who's a Portland head. Okay. That lives in like LA and has his own studio now and he, a, a film studio where okay. he like films like he's got, he just built it and it's got the, it looks crazy in pictures. I haven't been there in person, but nice. he's, he's filmed vis- videos for Kodak Black and, Hobson he, has? and no, oh, uh, the Cypress Jones Cypress guy Jones. from Portland, but r- currently he's doing videos with Hobson and, uh, he's had them in there multiple times that I've seen on their stories and stuff. So it's cool to see like Hobson's in the background creating still, you know, like he's not, he's not making a lot of noise as far as like, we haven't heard a lot of new music, right? We haven't heard, uh, but like, I mean, there was that, he put out a song, uh, I don't remember what it's called, but the hook was, I don't want it no more. Yeah. I don't want it. He makes a lot of songs about wanting to quit hip hop and stuff. Like people got tired of that too. I feel like, but like, I mean the big, the actually the most transcendent hit for him, Mm-hmm. Started out with the bar, man. I hate rap, but if the shoe fits, wear it. Yeah, you know he, what, that, he's that on Ill Mind Five, I think it yeah. was, and that was where he like dissed like Lil Sack Wayne's pants fans, and and, and uh, he like basically dissed everybody in his culture that he saw around him, in his generation that he didn't think was living up to his idea of the world. So then, then also people think not only is he corny, but he's also yeah. preachy, and people. Yeah, it's funny because. He stood up against Easy's wife, and that got right. people's attention initially. Ruthless that records. was the first thing, right? Right. The first thing we saw of Hobson because was his album never got to come out on Ruthless, right? Yeah. Or did it come out? I don't even think it ever I think did. They shelved it or something. Yeah, they and never he went came crazy out. and dissed her and did like absolutely. And people liked that he stood up for himself. Yeah. And he blew up because of it. You know what I mean? Like I think more and more we're seeing in the culture. I'm th- I I live in the political world a lot. I I follow news all the time. I share and I share news. I try to do my own kind of reporting and motherfucker like people have respect who are brash are brash and assertive with their beliefs and that's not always the way that oregon or where i live minnesota um they're not about it they actually honestly resent people who I don't know if it's a little pretentious to say are yeah. liberated enough to speak so brashly and forwardly about what, how they feel. Yeah. But like, dude, that's New York all the way. I live in New York. That's, that's how it is. is people yeah. are like that. And it's, it's, it's beautiful. That's and what rap's about, right? Talking, actually, speak yeah. your mind, talking, talk your mind, make your music, like say yep. your purpose, say, say right. your morals, say your values. Well, I was what thinking you, of rappers considered know. preachy like, and corny. And, they're preachy, um, they're preachy. well, well, <laughs> J Cole, yeah. uh, is someone who I think, frankly, there's another person he could be one of the greatest he yeah. could become one of the greatest because he's never done anything low quality 
He's never put out any anything that's low quality. Yeah. Um, and he has his lane, his style. He's adapting and growing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's always had his same messages. And actually, one of the first the one the first times I actually heard any heard you rapping was the Fire Squad remix. Hell yeah, yeah. that's a flame ass beat, yeah. dude. That's a good beat. Yeah, I just I I wanted to rap on that. I heard him do it, and I was like, damn, that's dope. And then I was like, that beat's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I had, to, I had to be a rapper and hop on someone else's song. I but mean. Like, it was a, it. You just want to remix stuff all the time, though, as a yep. rapper. You like, and then yep. I, I can't count how many tracks I didn't remix because I'm like sitting here convincing myself, like, don't touch it, don't touch it, don't touch <laughs> it. You know, like, because, uh, oh, dude, jump on it yeah. as soon as you can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. because people want to hear that shit when something yeah. pops off. They want to hear, like, I feel like maybe I'm naive, but I've been sitting kind of on the on the sidelines of hip-hop for a few years i haven't mm-hmm. put out anything uh, actual projects since 2014 yeah six years um so I'm, i don't know how like the best way is to like become famous besides going viral or like slowly slogging it out and building your fan base yeah. but in a way i think like if i if if money were not an object uh you take anybody who's really really talented nowadays like win yeah um and make a conscious effort to like try to blow up you could you could you can get there like tiktok uh you know instagram soundcloud yeah um if you're really trying to like actually make dope remixes to all the new shit that comes out i feel like you can get there but life doesn't always like line up you know line up and we all got you know we all got our own background stuff going on moses doesn't make the red sea part yeah family and friends going through you gotta help them you gotta be an artist Yeah. yeah yeah You go yeah. through your life stuff, like I mean. Well, most artists deal with fucked up shit, uh, yeah, or man. like have mental. That's what the songs issues. are. That's what the songs exactly. are for. You know, otherwise the they wouldn't have that shit floating yeah. around their head. They always need to get yeah. out. If exactly. we were happy, we wouldn't make music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. There's, there's happy songs, but like I mean, I feel like artists really have to like consciously think about a happy song and try to make it. You know, like a lot of artists right. it doesn't come natural like a, a happy song like they're like ooh, right. i'm gonna they think it's like a special thing like to make a happy song <laughs> like i'm gonna make a happy song for once you know like yes <laughs> i love happy rap dude yeah happy rap is the bomb you got people like chance the rapper and stuff pushing that yes. kind of rap you Positive know, like, as shit. Uh, well that's why everyone hated his the big day album yeah uh, did you hear that did you actually listen to that album it was a long one it's it's I like call it revival syndrome sometimes an artist gets to a point in their career they're trying to make an album where they just are doing too positive, many too positive many influence, things, you know, positive too many influence things. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> please hold. Speaking of trying to do too many different <laughs> things at the same time, I try to do an unedited show. Yeah, so like you know, just you know, <laughs> refilling the yeah. cannabis while <laughs> trying to BS about rappers. Yeah. I, but yeah, mental shit. What kind of mental shit? See, I asked you if there's anything off limits, um, and mm. uh, you know. Have you dealt with like depression or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. I have songs about like impactful uh, mental health uh, yeah. segue ever. Yeah, like <laughs> tell me about your mental shit, man. That's uh, it. You want to get deep? <laughs> I do uh, all day. Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, I, artists make songs about that kind of stuff for sure. But I like I I uh, I've only ever felt like you know on that kill yourself vibe like where you're like everybody's like i feel like everybody's on that right now like where it's weird like you don't know who's actually sad and who's not you know <laughs> you're like i mean it is definitely 
in hip hop, but also broadly, uh, mental health. There's so much energy now towards like reducing the stigma and speaking out and being open. We're like hyper focused um, so, on our mental health right now. Like everybody's mm. like, you know, like I feel like that's why we write about it, right? Like everybody's mm. kind of like. You're like I, I am growing through it, because <laughs> like, everybody else is talking about <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah. I actually think like There's sometimes the word, influence. the word anxiety, um, yeah. saying it makes people more anxious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't like yeah. to talk about my anxiety because first of all, I think it's obvious I'm an anxious person. I'm kind yeah. of always ramped up and and fidgety and blah blah blah. But um, you know that anxiety check that we did, the imposter, the result. And I didn't we, hear that one. We we did a vu- music video for uh, a song called "My Anxiety." Just re- that's the last music video we dropped. Okay, right uh, but it was like I was sitting in here having anxiety about some shit and just wanted to write about it because I felt like you know, like I wanted to put that feeling yeah. in the song. You know, like yeah. where like I it translated. You know, like I I feel like it's like my anxiety just takes its hold. That's it likes to take its time nice. if i'm annoying could you let me know bet i could change your mind like nice. and so it's kind of whiny right like it's like uh, you know like what papa anxiety roach, feels whiny, papa roach right? did a song with the black eyed peas on yeah. elephant it's called anxiety yeah. it's whiny as hell take away my anxiety yeah. the feeling of an insane rivalry <laughs> something 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 yep. on my knees chris chris, you know Cal- what? chris in Calico. that decade the, the Calico, 2000s right? everybody was on their knees yeah i feel like that's in every song yeah <laughs> now chris, i'm on my knees <laughs> yeah dude chris calico on my makes the uh, decade uh anxiety song and then right I, right I right he recognize does. i think makes an anxiety song yep like uh yep. there's the anxiety is killing me yeah <laughs> like, yeah you know, anxiety, yes. like Everybody Dude, kinda, you did a show with Rec. I saw that one too. That's Rec one of my favorite. He's one of my top five. I wasn't disappointed yeah. in him. He was a cool ass dude. Amazing. Like, yeah, he's a cool ass dude. You know what? One of his illest verses is on So Dope. Yeah. With Twisted Insane, Snow the Product, and Tech Nine. Yeah. That is an yeah. amazing song. One of my favorite. Uh, Best yeah. thing about that song. The three dudes are on it, and they all talk about how they're so good at rapping that women want to have sex with yeah, them. Yeah. The fourth verse is a woman who's really good at rapping and raps about it. She doesn't want to have sex with all these losers. The one that hooked <laughs> me is Shortcuts and Dead Ends, and that's the one they play at the end of every sh- show. They play it at the very end, and they, they, the I'm treading okay. water in the deep end. Mm. I'm trying to kill off all my demons. Hey. Embrace my flaws and all my defects and my shortcuts and dead ends. Uh. Like I love that. That song like gives me chills almost every time I hear it because it's like got a vibe to it that like they meant what they're saying in the song and you can hear it. Like I feel like the words are hitting you over the head because you're like being hit over the head with a, an emotion at the same time, you know, like where it's like, absolutely it's crazy to listen to that, that live music me. is so much about communion, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. It's communion. Speaking of which, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, some of the most powerful experiences of my life of instant connection yeah. are at concerts because, uh, everybody is there to celebrate something that gets them through their daily hustle their daily grind um yeah i feel like I feel but like, then you, but yeah there's a that's why everyone assumes that like there's fights at juggalo shows 
Mm-hmm. There's almost never fights at Juggalo shows because yeah. because it's all it's well, all they see you things get to like, like dude it's church they see things what, like the what, gathering where like Tila Tequila's trailers getting flipped over right, and shit like right. that's where they're looking well like, they really pelted her with things and that was fucked up <laughs> and shit and honestly they, shit, the ICP seminar hands, yeah <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> Violent J Joseph Bruce and Joey Utsler they were literally telling the Juggalos please don't throw the shit I know you guys like to throw shit, shit at famous people yeah. don't throw the shit we're really excited about her we really are hoping she has a good time and i wonder if that even made them do it more yeah. <laughs> juggalos many many juggalos and i am a i'm a loving uh loyal ass juggalo juggalos ground, are like crust punks with juggalos, face paint juggalos are very um <laughs> they're deeply anti-authority <laughs> yeah 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 Any, I, anybody I, telling them what to do yeah does not vibe with their they're like okay style. i'm gonna do it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, absolutely that's, that's what it is absolutely it's that energy like crust punks right. and like punks like that's, i think that's part yeah yeah where they're like uh that they're that anti-establishment energy too you know like where they're yes. like and if you tell like a crust punk guy like you don't shit in the top of the toilet he's gonna go shit oh, in the right. top of the toilet. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know why you would tell him that but <laughs> you yeah. know but, like that's the type of shit I was seeing when I was hanging out with like punk rock guys, like where uh-huh. like <laughs> they're just like painting words on the wall with their shit and stuff like that. Cause they think it's <laughs> funny, you know, like it's a, it's a comedy thing. Like it's not even like all malicious. It's like, they think it's hilarious to shock people, you right. know, like, cause people are like, they say they come in the bathroom and see that and they're like, <laughs> like it's like a joke. Right. It's a prank, you know, like it's well, a- actually part of that's part of the reason why I think some of the goals of like, um, like okay free speech is an issue that's something i've always cared about frank mm-hmm. zappa you know you lo- you like that guy yeah. you know that guy yeah. he fought for free speech and that is a liberal thing to do mm-hmm. and it was always a liberal thing to do um and i believe i would basically say it still is in the definition of that word but like um yeah. now people who would identify themselves more as progressive or liberal if you talk about free speech you know um they're not the people fighting at the forefront of those kinds of things because yeah free speech is inconvenient like it allows the dumbest and most shitty whack things to be yeah. said if you want without everybody consequence. to be able, yeah if you want everybody to be able to talk you can you mean yeah, everybody yeah then everybody, everybody can talk about pretty much anything yeah but it's there's a lot of dumb shit being talked about and yes and there is you the call sh- out a lot of dumb shit on the line. dumb shit gets more clicks too you exactly. know what I mean? like people know that but people here's know. my thing with it is that i am not pro this kind of dumb shit I want to counteract and neutralize it instead of pushing it away and making it grow. Yeah. I think you add speech. You don't censor. You you allow terrible views to be articulated, yeah. present themselves as the terrible views they are, mm-hmm. then meet them on that battleground of ideas and show up with your own, you know, more convincing point. Yeah. But if you don't do that at all and you just unfriend and you just, you know, yeah, push, yeah. You, you just... I think you know some people need to be unfriended. Whatever you take care of yourself how you want, but I think it's a problem when when you people because it's an inconvenient perspective or a perspective that they don't agree with. Yeah, it shows up in their let's say their feed. Um, they just want to make it go away. I always try to give people even online or in person, whatever the respect of like a conversation. But like when the conversation starts badly, is when it gets hard. You like you right. like I can't cut through this because you're clearly just already decided before the conversation started that you are very upset and it's going to be hard to talk you out of being upset and I can see that right because we've been in this conversation a bunch of times with other people you know right. like and you can like 
we can take it individual base by base like and talk to people one-on-one but like some people just don't want to hear what you have to say they're like i hate that True. fucking guy like they're True. there to talk to you because they hate you True. <laughs> like we're like i've had that and i think what's amplified like, too there's so many things that are amplified on social media but if people are being confronted or they're being outsmarted you know with facts or whatever um they're ex- super embarrassed because they feel like yeah you it's call in them a giant out. room you where everybody's them. seeing it yeah. many of the time bullshit no one saw that yeah. <laughs> you know sometimes a lot of people see it yeah. and it's annoying and you got to deal with it in your work life or some bullshit but like um i don't know you call someone out for something they associated with even like it's that guilt by association vibe where like oh i don't like every, that and they people could, are yeah. like yeah and people are like jumping on this person because like i don't like i, I don't I jumped like at, like recently i jumped at a girl for uh co-signing a pedophile and putting him on shows right, right. uh Didn't people that guy are mad threaten your family uh two years ago yeah right. yeah and then but like uh while i'm talking trash on her for booking it people are upset at me mm. because they like her right and she's a good person otherwise sure i agree I'm not saying she's not a terrible person. Sure. I'm saying but she made that decision. I'm saying you, and book, you, you have book who the, you're booking. This is who you're booking. And when you give someone that information and they're like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know uh, right. what to do. I'm going to keep them on the show. Like, and everybody else is telling you, get them off the show, get them off the show. Like, venues have power, dude. Any yeah, institution yeah. with power, any booking agent that has access to a space people want to perform at, I got you a lot, I get a lot of responsibly from, as much as you can. I get a lot of hate humans, from pointing mistakes, out things. But you gotta, I think accountability is one yeah. of my favorite words yeah. because it means... Yeah, you're being accountable for everything yeah. that you've done. Like, you know, and you might have paid and the price in court change or whatever. Behavior. And if nobody, but, nobody uh, like, you know, okay, people that are articulating my side of this thing would say they don't like call out culture. I don't love call out culture and cancel culture, but like things yeah. need to be called out sometimes. Yeah. Things need to be uh, exposed sometimes yeah. so that the behavior changes and so that we're not all complicit in bullshit happening. Because yeah. if there's anything that the human species has done historically for every generation ever, it's be complicit in bad shit that happens. Well, and when you call someone out for bad shit, they like take what you say and they twist it to mean something else they're like right. he's mad because he doesn't want to be on, or he doesn't he wanted to be on the show and the pedophile got the spot and i'm like no that that's like, is <laughs> like <laughs> wow yeah that i got accused of so that all bro. of a like, sudden for crazy. defending children <laughs> yeah you like, are <laughs> yeah that's why just a struggle rapper who <laughs> i really wanted to be on yourself show. <laughs> wow <laughs> you know, man look at all these shows because you know I don't all, need these, to be all these famous <laughs> like, rappers they blow up by defending uh children yeah that's that's really the lane to rap success yeah is uh is call out pedophilia but there's i don't i don't want to even be successful like you know off calling out pedophilia like it's like that's my that's community like that's like we're like i i don't just try to be uh famous i fuck with my community right yeah so like i'm throwing shows for my community too like i know how i know how these charity shows work like uh, you don't have to book a pedophile on the lineup to be on a charity show for a little girl dying of cancer. But right. when you do do that and somebody calls you out, accountability. Like, sure. you know, feel like I'm, I'm not even telling people not to fuck with this chick. Like, I'm telling them she booked a pedophile watch out don't bring your kids to that show or if you you know don't fair. don't uh fucking fair don't act righteous for the cause when you got a pedophile raising money for a little dying girl like mm. you know like it's it's kind of weird like mm-hmm. it feels like you're just trying to get street cred off 
uh, throwing like sure. benefit shows, you know, like sure. where like I'm going to work with every single person and not be discriminatory. But like, mm-hmm. like I get that. Like, but when you see like a guy has like six sex abuse charges and a pedophilia charge in this specific case, we're talking about, but base it on the individual. Right. Don't like, sometimes I am such a, sp- a sp- Tickler for being specific. Yeah, stickler, but for being specific about who we're talking about, what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would, I would say, and maybe this is like splitting hairs. Not a hundred percent of pedophiles are bad people, but you need to, you need to restrain that impulse that you have, just like anybody with a bad impulse in life would have. So it's about behavior. So when I hear you say six or seven abuse charges, I'm like. Yeah, that's he's a repeat offender, right? Yeah, like, that's what yeah. you feel like. And they there's like seventeen percent of untreated people uh, reoffend, and eleven percent of people who are treated and reformed still reoffend. You know, like uh, I take care of. That's people. a pretty small percent, but it's, it's a small percent, it's but it's a percent. You know what like, I'm saying? It's something. Yeah, the rehabilitation Your kid is at risk. It, it works. You know, like yeah, and I. I, Dude, here's the thing. I've um, worked in, I have a, a close like eye on this kind of stuff also because right. people might not know that I worked in, uh, or I still work in mental health and caregiving. Uh, okay, I didn't and know that. for the last nine years, you know, like, so Amazing. For, for eight years, I took care of uh, gentlemen who specifically are mentally handicapped and have sex offenses okay. you know so like i have like that's amazing work. i follow guys in the community to make sure they don't go to your kid's school i follow guys in the community and make sure they don't grab your kid in the store like i'm following these guys around like you know watching their hands and where their eyes are looking and making sure they're like literally that's our job to like follow these guys and help them reform themselves because they have issues in their head you know like and so this kind of topic is close to me because I like I'm yeah. I'm hands on with it already. Like I know Absolutely. what things take to reform, and like right. so I have a strong opinion on someone who's had like six or seven sex offenses. I'm like, okay, well maybe that guy doesn't need to be part of the community, or maybe he doesn't need to be rewarded by being put on stage in front of 500 people uh, sure. and influencing children. Sure. Uh, or bringing like his original sex offense sure. that everybody's so mad about. He brought a girl home from a show, you know, or to a hotel. I mean, not home, but okay. she brought her to a hotel. She 15 year old girl got oh, with her, geez. you know, like, so what do we like? I seen him say that with his own words on Facebook. Like sure. he's come clean with that kind of stuff. He's taken accountability multiple mm, times year after year, but he fucks up year after year. Oh, so like, yeah. where like, you want to keep fucking up with this guy or do you guys want to move forward yet? You know, like right, that's, that's okay. how I feel, you know, like yeah. and I, I fuck with this girl that booked him uh-huh. and now I can't. Cause I'm like, are right. you going to book me on a show with a pedophile without me knowing? Like, mm. you know, like that type of shit, like that's, uh, this is shit I don't want to be a part of, you it know, reminds like, me of a conversation I had with my friend, Kyron Johnson, who's episode 152 of this uh, show. <laughs> and uh, he, he, he was saying he doesn't really fuck with Seinfeld because of uh, um, Michael Richards, Kramer's racist uh, rant on stage at a comedy club. And it's like, even if it was just one incident, um, yeah. in it that happens case, in the industry too, like yeah. R. Kelly, uh, Kevin Spacey. Oh like, gosh. do you still like, well, those are two, those are two <sighs> examples that you named of people who um, just tried to dodge or evade, um, do you see the you know, Kevin Spacey shit? Like four guys that have accused him have died well, or something then, then like he, that. He was like, he, he came out as gay, and <laughs> like, he was like, he, he he used it as he tried to use it as a distraction. It's crazy right it's now. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know My what's friend. going on in this world. <laughs> yeah, but I had I had pushback for going at this guy because people are also annoyed with seeing me talk about it. 
Okay. You know? So I got a lot of feedback you're from people. you're a parent. Yeah. And you are a I'm concerned like, I got a, member of the community. I have a 12-year-old. Like, I have a 12-year-old, bro. Right. Like, I'm like, that's where my head's at now. There used to be guys... Right. Uh, when I before I had any kids, mm-hmm. like this house, the same house I live in was a flop house. We'd like wake up twenty people deep on the floor every morning, just mm. after an all nighter, just wow. raging out. Like wow. we partied, you know. Like we yeah. we did crazy shit as kids too, yeah. you know. Like and then you age and you have kids and your brain changes and you're like Absolutely. you start to be concerned with things and you're like sure. that you weren't concerned with at all like yeah. before. Like you know, like it's crazy. Like you you. Your, your views change the older you get like <laughs> right well what i was kind of thinking of when i grabbed your arm and i was like here's the thing bud it's like i actually think indigenous communities like i really like this make america native again thing you have savelle the native yeah, savelle, it's up yeah. here it's not in the shot but uh maybe i'll throw in a shot of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um i think from from my understanding of the history of those peoples um much much better sense of like oh there's a there's a community uh concern let's get together and let's do like a restorative justice kind of thing yeah and uh it's not about like locking people up um and and that's that tends to be places where they they don't learn to change their behavior for long-term strategies for success enter the community again productively you know um that's that's what we need more of yeah um but but in the today's culture everybody is um it's easy to be all in your own world and i'm i'm i live that way you know we all kind of live that way yeah i try to reach out and and share things and know things but like day to day i'm with myself in my own world and when everybody's living like that we miss out on the 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 ability to see like everybody is our neighbors community friends community partners you know share people that you have a a share in together and this thing we call salem or Mm -hmm. eugene or oregon or yeah i'm always trying to spread in county i'm trying to spread it out like Uh in between all these posts where i'm calling people out you can see me sharing people's posts and sharing people's new albums and tagging new artists saying i invited 3,000 people to go like their page like you know you right can on. you go scroll down my timeline you can see you can discover hundreds of artists in just a few hours like just scrolling yeah like that's that's literally how on it I am I'm sharing people every time I that's see love, it like dude. and there's Reminds the Salem my pe- friend Christopher Michael Jensen have you heard of that guy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he's doing yeah. it in Minneapolis St. Paul we and we, he puts we on have for everybody the, when he goes about to these live people, shows bro, like, and he takes photos of the artists and posts them with like tagged yeah. you know profile links and yeah. video links and stuff and that's that is community that's that's yeah. okay Showing here's the love, thing using so much is made you know? of like oh phone addiction and uh, because uh, because that's the culture we live in and i'm a, i was doing te- a, i was a teacher in training it's yeah. a problem in classrooms well everybody's addicted to their phones in a way yeah i am but at the same time like you know what are they doing on that phone that's that's yeah. one of the things that's the that's the trouble with society is like you can't tell what a person is doing. You can't tell if behavior needs to be addressed or they're like writing a novel that's going to be brilliant or they're doing yeah. work that's important. And um, but like that's one of the things that is positive that I do like about the Zoomers and mm-hmm. millennials is that we are we we kind of inherited a world post Vietnam War yeah. where it's like what is this idea of America? What do we do as a country? Are we proud of everything that this country has done around the world? I don't know, but we're inheriting a situation that feels dire 
the yeah. zoomers especially with the climate and all the stuff yeah um i'm worried for my kids in the yeah, future yeah absolutely I'm scared for and them. we're like trying to reach out and find communities like i've had some facebook groups even like shit posting groups for like weezer and stuff yeah. that end up being one of the most i guess validating but also just like stimulating i'm a part of this world yeah I'm. I have people that I'm sharing stuff with that, that I, we have a common interest. Um, those those are real communities. Yeah, exist. but right now the culture is all about like picking sides. Like everybody wants mm. to have an issue to argue about and pick a side. Like that's how I view the internet. Like a lot of the times, like I was saying that just to say like I'm showing love to all these people and I'm talking calling out people. Like at the same time, like I'm just being truthful, whether it's negative or positive, I don't care. Like people care right. if it's negative or positive, but I don't care. I'm like negative, negativity and positivity go hand in hand. Every, they exist, you sure. know, like I see negativity as normalcy, like, right. like that's that, that happens, you know, like, yeah. but people respond to negativity more too. You go look yep. down my timeline, you'll see all the artists I share, all the people I show love to don't get love from my fans. There's one or two likes, but then I talk shit on somebody or call somebody out. Oh, and it's like 250 comments, like blah, 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 blah. Like it's crazy. It's nothing like I, I see it with my own eyes. Like, and people will accuse me of like, you only talk shit and blah, blah, blah. And you only say negative shit and talk shit. I'm like, no, you guys only pay attention to that shit. Mm. Like I'm posting all kinds of shit. I'm sharing Mm. all your homies, all my homies, like all your people. Like, like I'm right. Yeah. Like algorithm, dude, you're lit, but it's literally true. It sucks though. You know, because actually Facebook and these, uh, different companies are like analyzing every step we take. They know every time you look at a post, it sees how, how long you look at it. You know, the, the images, moving images, you know, that are designed yeah. to make you stay and look at it. Yeah. You know, even if you don't leave a comment, if you tap on the thing that says, like, view more comments, that's an engagement. So it's going to show you more stuff from that person, that yeah. source. Um, and so literally some people might not see it, but you're totally right. It sucks when you're out there putting your name on the line yeah. for all these different artists. Maybe you don't even know Nobody them very well personally, <laughs> you know, and, but you're putting your name on the line just yeah. to support them. And you're putting, it's the attention economy is what a lot of people call it. We're yeah. in an economy of attention. These yeah. companies, every single time you scroll to the next thing, they're making money. Yeah. And so you, that's why Andrew Yang was saying that, that he thinks that, that we should get a check in the mail for the data that, yeah. that these companies are profiting. Thousand dollars a month. Said right, <laughs> yeah, but also a, a yeah. that's that's for the universal basic income, the freedom yeah, yeah. dividend, mm-hmm. which uh, we just passed a military spending bill or a spending bill that was mostly military because our federal budget is dominated by the military. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it said that, uh, or he, he was saying that, uh, that that amount of money would have been able to fund the, that freedom dividend for one full year for yeah. everybody in the country, every adult to get a thousand dollars a month. So, anyway. It's just, I'm not gonna. I don't, I don't feel like I am. Do you want to talk about that? Do you want to talk about politics? <laughs> I it doesn't know. seem like it's really your lane. And I want to. People want to know. Wanna, I'm a Bernie guy. Uh, right on, dude. I uh, I like Bernie. Um, he is. He is. I like Joe y- Biden. Is I like sweating, Yang, dude. and I also like Tulsi too. You know, mm-hmm. if any one of those three got the nomination, I would vote for any of them. Ten, Yang, Tulsi, or Bernie. They like, are fiercely independent-minded people. Tulsi is anti-war, which I really like, mm-hmm. and she was in war. So, mm-hmm. like, that's that's good. Like, yep. I really like She's that. She's got sense. that inner, like, inner perspective on it to know that some of those missions are misguided. Many yeah. of them are misguided. I like that, somebody who understands and was in war and yep. is also anti-war. It's like, actually funny because... Of, 
we that used to be a, a norm you know eisenhower yeah. many you know uh, even frankly w presidents mm-hmm. who were uh had military experience yeah but the thing is uh you know okay where I don't think it's a it's a necessary prerequisite. There's corruption. Maybe, There's maybe corruption. you don't like the military or <laughs> yeah. you know whatever. But yeah, uh, um, what other job or industry or field could you become the boss of the whole operation and never have any experience in what the retail like people are doing or like the bottom line people are doing? Like I don't like, know. There's a like, lot isn't of that. that. Funny that we. There's a lot of that. Promoters even like right? uh, in the rap world, like a promoter. But they kind necessarily of their, know how to their rap lack or anything. of knowledge like and experience tends to get exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think bad promoters, yeah, they get exposed. Like not every promoter can rap. They know how to promote. They're promoting to people, right? Like that's right. not they're 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 overseeing music, like and controlling who gets to open for what, and sure. they have the money, you know, like sure. and the rappers follow the guys with the money, right? Like and that's those guys at the top level don't necessarily know how to be the best rapper or what, what the, their opinion of who the best rapper is, or if there is a best, like, like they see it as a money game. Like they're, mm. they're playing for money. Right. Like, mm. and it's not a, it, that's what careers are all about. Mm. I guess money, 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 but it's all capitalist right. based. Everything's just led by a capitalist. Well, the, the thing, thing that is like, tough is like, okay, let's say you don't I like, love capitalism. let's say people I don't like, it, exactly. Like, I, I, but I, I have all I, shit. I think capitalism is the system that, we are going to need to modify and make better uh, and and continue to live under yeah uh at least in the short term i just i be, when it's you know, beating capitalism can beat you over the head with a stick and make you bloody too like that's right, uh, so exactly you, it's tough like exactly you can um, win and you can lose like right and i do think that it actually leads to a lot of um i don't i don't know if mental health is the best way to put it but like your sense of purpose being tied up in how much you're able to make in terms of money yeah. and then uh, all the all the different inflation and you know med uh, healthcare costs are all kind of just like slowly rising and, and our wages are stagnated so they're not keeping yeah. up with that growth and so when you are looking and you come home to your kids and like you know they want you know this toy for christmas and they want you know to be able to go out to eat at this restaurant and it's like you're looking at the budget and you can't make it happen that is like one of the most empty holes yeah. that a person feels I was night re- after night and it I grows was reading and it gets worse. And if you don't have a way top. out of it and if you're like, you know, you got debt that's yeah. like accruing and you're not and, and you're actually drowning in it, dude, yeah. that's kind of a man-made Yeah, it's a man-made hell. Thing. Yeah. That's kind of a man-made hell. And I was reading like the most suicides per year occur in December around Christmas time like because right. guys, right. Uh, dads especially, are out there feeling ones that don't have the money to buy the things that their kids want or make sure. Christmas good. You can't even have Christmas dinner this year or something or you got to go to the food bank to get it or whatever the hell. Like it's yeah. it is what it is like but they beat themselves up about they beat themselves up about that stuff and yeah. uh, they they end up committing suicide over it like and it's yeah. it's it's a big deal no, like but it's it's capital it's like a capitalist trap like where you're like you're mentally trapping yourself in that for sure like where you're like i i have completely uh honestly i've detached from like the meanings of christmas and all that stuff like personally okay. i'm not a big christmas guy i was born on christmas day like oh, interesting. so like when i when i'm celebrating my birthday Vanilla every year was and, born on halloween <laughs> yeah 
Well, sure, I don't when know I, why I brought that I, up. When, I, when I'm celebrating my birthday every year, it's with the people celebrating Christmas, you know? So, like, right. I, I learned to, like, depreciate, like, things like birthdays and Christmas where, like, that's a norm to me where, like, I'm sure. not like one it's of my a best family. friends brandon it's was born thing. on brandon davis a future uh, a, a genius of technology and video games and art uh and a good friend of mine yeah. um who would probably have a lot of things to say about this capitalist system that we live in uh <laughs> he will be on the guest on the show eventually yeah. he was born on july 4th yeah i'm part so of the war on, that, i'm part of the war like, on christmas yeah. uh you want to war on, i want to war on christmas let's dude, have it strap up dude <laughs> fuck christmas we're gonna have can, we're gonna have candy canes that are actually grenades yeah yeah <laughs> let's get yeah. political <laughs> absolutely we're gonna dump put yeah. a bunch of rocks in stock uh, stockings and throw them yeah yeah i blame donald trump the war on christmas you know everything that could i'm ever not a donald go, trump guy but i'll go to war <laughs> I'll go to yeah. war on Christmas. <laughs> we don't need to talk. I, I, I like to just call him POTUS 45. 45. Because you know, it's all about his brand, you know? he's That's what it's always been for him is putting his name on uh, gold, sh- gold shiny buildings uh, around the world. And the, every single time that a person says his name, I'm not like going to be like Voldemort level where I'm like, you can never say it. But it's like, uh, you know, you're, you're just support. You're helping him. <laughs> it pops on my radar so much. Like, especially like the way the <laughs> podcast technology is going to be. Yeah. You know, I'm probably not going to sit here and transcribe this whole thing. And I'm yeah. probably not going to caption the videos. Um, it's okay. <laughs> I, hope, <laughs> I hope i'm trying to do things for for people with disabilities but i can't do everything all the time <laughs> yeah um, but eventually like you know all the computer systems are there where they're just you know if somebody wanted to search you know when did uh you know that kid cry talk about pedophilia like just probably it'll be tracked from like the fact that yeah. you spoke it just you know? type that kid crying pedophile in the search bar on Facebook. That's a terrible rap name, Dev. Just that kid crying pedophile. Just type those things in the search bar and just go look at how many pedophiles I've talked shit on because it's it's in there. You'll find it. That kid cries one word. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I keep the same energy every year. Like, but where does the name come from? <laughs> because it's too weirdly coincidental. Yeah. They're talking uh, about... Okay. Cry, yeah. cry is like... I don't want to uh, unpack it. Yeah. I just want to go with... I used where to, did it come from? So me and my buddy uh, Daigle, who he's down at he's down in a gym in Eugene now. Like I can't I can't remember the name of the gym, but uh, like he's he's down there. Look up Jay Sule. He's he's got a. They're trying to get more members down there, but uh, me and him got into like gaming on the internet. Like we were like you know how you go look up. Free- I just got into gaming on the internet. Well, like two days it, not ago. like gaming gaming. Like I'm talking like old school back in the day when we're like we're like 12 years old going on the internet looking for free games.com nice like on dial up addicting games on di- dot com. yeah on dial up like you're just fucking looking for these games we've found flash games baby so better have your shockwave yes updated. flash games so we're, we're looking for <laughs> we're sitting here looking for flash games little dumb kids like and uh we find rapbattles.com and rapbattles.com is a forum about rap that had games no on shit. it it had games on it <laughs> oh no way and we were like playing games and then we the like, best rap game yeah. is KanyeZone.com. Yeah. Kanye's head bounces <laughs> around. And you try to Bro. avoid the center part, and, it's, and it continues the part from 
N-words in Paris. He says, don't let me get in my zone. Yeah. Don't let me get in my zone. Yeah. Don't let me get... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm the God worst. damn it. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, these rap flash yeah. games. But So they weren't even rap games. They were just regular games on a rap forum. And then we ventured outside of the games. Kind of like how World Star Hip Hop has like... Yeah. Two percent to do with hip hop when like it comes to what gets views. On there? I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> but we were we were on there like playing games, and then we were like, "Oh, well, let's venture out and see what the forums about." And we discovered a bunch of people writing raps. And while we're discovering them, we are deciding we write raps now. <laughs> you know, like, and I was just writing disses on people. Like that's how I got into rap. Really writing it, like. I'm sitting on the internet writing poetry and diss tracks. That's kind of like what I was saying. If you really want to try to go viral, somebody, if you diss them and you're actually talented, mm-hmm. they're gonna, it's going to get under their skin and they're going to say some shit about it and they're going to respond in some kind of way. Yeah. And then you're rich. Yeah. You know, just go after everyone. But, <laughs> that's what Hobson did. That's what Eminem basically did to the industry. We're making diss tracks and battles though. And then coming up and after that, it was like, even like these conscious rappers like Blueprint, he was a battle rapper for a long ass time. Yeah. Logic, I think. Yeah. Do you ever listen to their podcast? They're a, they're a podcast inspiration. Blueprint. And I'm friends with uh, Blueprint on Facebook, and I met the guy a few times. And yeah, he's he makes a really real dope ass music. Dude. Yeah. Insanely dope music. Yeah. yeah. I don't and know much more uh, about a lot of some people's behind the scenes stuff. I, I'd have to get look more into podcasts. Right. Dude, you know what's a good thing about Blueprint? I just realized it. First of all, he does amazing production for himself. And someone who can be such a standalone artist where they produce amazing music and then rap over it amazingly mm-hmm. is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that yeah. was very redundant. He's really But dope. the other thing is he uh, he is a conscious rapper, okay? Yeah, but, but he's, d- he's good he, rapper. You can be, he proves you can be a great conscious rapper who's fun to listen to and not be lyrical miracle swimming pool. Yeah. Because he's not lyrical miracle swimming pool yeah. individual. It's more spiritual. calculated and precise what he's saying, you know. Yeah, yeah. And more like I'm he knows how to write. I'm he's having a, writer. a conversation with you. Yeah, that's yeah. why I like his podcast a lot. Super duty tough work podcast. Super the most infamous. <laughs> I most like infamous it. podcast <laughs> on planet Earth. Yeah, Sammy Wormhead started that uh, Batman one now, right? Yeah, the Bat Fan Attic podcast. This is yeah. the second time I'm shouting about it on my podcast. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so let's go. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, show love for the people who have helped me in my life. He's a beautiful man. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah. I really like Evan, too. I fuck with Evan hardcore. He's on that podcast. It's three people. Mm. Um, I think the other guy is Ben Polanski, but I'm not sure. He's a, who's also a talented musician. But that guy, Evan, he he was evil from The Illusionist. Yeah. Did you ever actually see The Illusionist? Yeah. Oh, fuck With yeah, a, dude. Not live, but like i seen like Do you know their music Crosby and all that videos. Huh? Maybe? Yeah, Ogar Burl. Odar. Oh, no, there's or, two guys. There's, oh, there's Ogar Burl. Ogar, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, they're both in the same scene and friend group, and they're amazing people. I don't know if I know Odar as well as Ogar. Well, he doesn't go by Odar anymore, but he's Cross K now, but he's very, very talented. Okay. He produced the majority of the beats on my uh, Ambition album. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, and he's a really funny, brilliant guy. Great takes on music. Uh, He's probably episode 154. Boom. And this is probably like 156, I think. Numbers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm Asian, baby. Half Asian. Let's go. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Hmm. Hmm. Well, are you spiritual? (laughs) Do you believe that you're part of something that's uh, Mm. some kind of higher energy? I don't know. I I have uh, anti... I have things I don't believe in, you know? 
I'm one of those guys. Like, uh, I was super Christian for a long time. I went to like, I went to both Catholic and Christian churches, like all through childhood, grew up on it. Like came, came up like thinking cuss words were bad and, you know, don't drink the, I used weeds to run the devil. Light, like a light board at a pretty big congregation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, uh, I was into all that and I kind of fell out of it cause I was like, I was asking a lot of questions that weren't getting answered, you know? And when people could couldn't give that. me answers, I lost my belief in what was, there was real. There was the like, um, spouse of uh, the pastor at one of the churches that I went to regularly, mm-hmm. and she can't, She pulled me aside at the end of a service, and bless her heart, I think she was definitely doing what she believed was a good thing. Yeah. But she basically put her hand on my shoulders, and she was like, uh, she basically said that the the only phrase i want to i can directly quote is god wants your full heart yeah she said god wants your full heart yeah. not just here at the church you know but in your everyday life you go out into the world living by the mm. faith you know yeah. he doesn't want a small commitment god wants your whole heart yeah and to me um that that was like okay and how old was she she was probably in her late 30s and how old was i i was like 16 mm. 15 and um again it, it's a difficult place to be like don't don't do what you believe is the the literal purpose of your life mm-hmm. which is to bring more people into your worldview yeah um yeah i don't try to spread my non-belief right you know what i mean like but i also it did have the opposite effect on me like here there's that juggalo spirit in me yeah that counter that <laughs> the juggalo <laughs> spirit oh, yeah that contrarian <laughs> let's go all right i'm gonna give god my whole heart by doing whatever the fuck i want yes in a positive way that i think is good for everybody that is my mo so i'm spiritual and i believe um a lot of cool things a christian man who believes very very much so that god is real told me that i was like thomas in the bible and that to believe in jesus he had to touch the hands and touch the hands yes the doubting apostle the hands absolutely uh so he isn't that beautiful that that is in the bible though i mean and i was people i put that in music now but like it's like (laughs) Mm -hmm. where i like i believe what he says like i am that guy that like god's gonna have to stand in front of me to prove he's real because that's how I think that's how my brain works. Like, and it's, I I can't help that. I can't change it. I can't, I can't be a God loving man for other people. You know what I mean? Like other people are sad that you're not a good God loving man. They're like, you should just come to God. You should be, you know, like, and I'm like, uh, like, I don't know. (laughs) Right. I also think we (laughs) live in a world that's full of people trying to deceive you for, and take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. And that's true for artists. I mean, you're talking about promoters. (laughs) And so it's like, if you're living in that day-to-day uh, realistic, yo, this is my budget that I operate in the world with. This is my time. This is how much sleep and rest I can do. And, and like somebody, you know, that that's a that's a that's a quality that people like us have, where it's like I want to see the proof in the pudding, man. Yeah. Like don't bullshit. I want reality, me. you know. Like yeah. I want everything to be real. Like that's yeah. that's a consequence of rap. <laughs> okay. Well, here's a question I always ask people: um, What's one less? <sighs> fucked it up what's one way we could all be less stupid that kid cry 
better education systems, more money in the schools. Uh, to give an example, like while I was going through school, every time I would go to my next school, the cl- school I was just at, like the the grade school would close down. The middle school, no way. I would go to. I went to from the middle school to the high school, and then the middle school closed down and combined with the high school, and that I, that was happening as I was going through school as a kid. You know, like so small towns are like devastated oh. by small town school not, districts no funding like they're absolutely they're talking about not being able to they were laying off teachers i remember during yep. being in school like i don't know if that's happening for kids now or the bigger cities because sure I, I tell my girlfriend all the time she it's went, a problem everywhere yeah she went to Rahm bigger Emanuel city schools was a guy who uh worked with the obama administration everyone thought he was cool and then yeah he was the mayor of chicago and he was like ah oh, we're gonna close a bunch of these schools but i drive by schools now and i see all these renovations happening and stuff and i True. think th- i think the weed industry is helping because hey. the weed industry is giving a percentage to the schools out here mm-hmm. right but yeah. i don't know if that's every state but here i see you know, a lot of building but, projects but also people have to um you know write bonds and ask for uh for, for bonds to be on the ballot mm-hmm. but we approve them in eugene a lot because eugene is progressive and understands that yeah. schools and public projects are important yeah better um, schools make smarter people that's what i think that's how you'd be less absolutely, stupid absolutely man yeah. absolutely um, and and they can't be the what are we like solution. 14th in the country on schools or something like there in the in the world i mean on schools or something like that i, I would don't believe know, that we're crazy. probably less, a little lower than 14 yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't remember um, but, last time you know, i looked <laughs> but you know it's hard to measure you know and it's, it's like way low it's wild. something but like we like people come here well, and laugh Oregon, at how stupid in we Oregon, are. Oregon, especially pe- <laughs> because okay, Oregonians are are cool people, man. Yeah. We're we're wise and we have picked a, a spot where uh, it rains a lot. <laughs> yeah, and we're we're tough, but we're we're we that 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 leads to us wanting to take care of people when they're out on the street. You know, um, we're compassionate, um, intelligent people, but we have a terrible education system. Yeah. Now yeah. that hasn't always been the case. That's yeah, been I the think, case for the last I think like, twenty it years. Or so. It goes up and down, right? Like, well, um, they just approved. Uh, I believe is one point one or uh, yeah, one point one billion dollars is called the Student Success Act. Yeah. Um, but that's one of those things you got to keep state funding because kids are still exactly. being born. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, more like, of them. <laughs> it just keeps coming. Yeah, like you got to keep. It has to maintain with everything else. <laughs> you can't just like call it good. You're like, we did like, that one time. <laughs> they're like, all these kids show up and they can't get like binders and journals yeah. and pencils and shit. What's going on? And they're like, you can't keep funding the shit. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that student success act passed, <laughs> but it was a party line vote. You know what that means is that only one party voted for it in the House and the Senate of the Oregon uh, legislature. It's beautiful. Only. Uh, yeah, I'm not even sure that every single Democrat voted for it, but uh, not a single Republican in Oregon voted for it, and uh, it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, I don't know what to do about all that. I, I don't know what to do about either of these parties being the home of their uh, political identity. Like, yeah, I'm because, not. I'm not because into the, the Democrat party shit. is not a I'm good not, representation no. or a good hub of positive conservatism yeah and the democratic party has a ton of flaws that i they're frustrating to me so many flaws on both sides like why are we flying blue and red flags still like can we just be independent can we like be individuals yeah can our votes can our votes matter like can we you know like like uh, people i like periwinkle as a party color i want to start a party probably be called the love party yeah um but i even think like something really snobby like better way party or the better party or the best party would be pretty funny I think um, rural, rural, bipartisan party, rural and urban communities are unity, divided. The unity party, they're divided. Absolutely, man. But they're like, 
they're they're they need different things. So sure. the rural community needs to be able to vote on rural community things, and the, yes, I honestly the believe the urban that community needs to be able to vote on urban community things. Like yeah. that's like that's everything. Yeah. The suburban yeah. everything. Everybody needs to be able to vote on their own areas and keep it up, like and maintain it. What their needs are. Dude, people need everybody's to, needs dude, are local different. Government needs to communicate better yeah. with their communities so yeah. that everybody can be involved where they can really make a big difference. Well, like I see that I see anybody the rural community. Anybody can become a mayor of their town if they work their ass off yeah. and meet the right people and work and you know engage and knock on doors and blah blah blah. I'm not as liberal as th- people think I am. I see rural sure. communities complaining about. Dude, rural communities uh, are fucking oppressed they by think the government. Is, well, and they they're saying that uh, cities are disproportionately underinvested in. Cities are voting their decisions for them, and they don't like that. You know, like right. they say there's more population in the city, so right. I have to do this because the cities v- voted for their needs mm-hmm. and not mine. You know, like, and mm-hmm. I get that. Like, so let them vote for their needs and let them vote for their needs and keep it in districts or something. I don't know what you right. got to do, but like, uh, there, there's already counties and stuff. Like, they obviously need to like reevaluate what everybody's, what represents everybody mm-hmm. or what area is which, you know, like, right. I feel like. Uh, you know, everybody can have a piece of what they want, like, Dude. and it's not uh as complicated as people make it. I think people are looking there, for there feuds too. Like, it's 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 about teams. It's just like football. Right. Like, like is it the Niners or the Raiders, baby? Sure. Like, what are we doing? Is it like? <laughs> well, there are things that have not been a, a budgeting priority of the yeah. federal government for particular reasons. Yeah. And like, and like generally when people are in power they just want to keep shit the same way i'm sorry if that it doesn't matter if you have a d or an r next to your name that's a general truth or you're going to get replaced by somebody (sighs) that corporations are going to fund more and lobby harder to 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 replace you i'm sorry people Um, are busy like blaming each other for their circumstances is what it's like where it's mm. where we're at we're locked in like uh yeah you're like you're it's your fault this is happening to me and it's your fault this is happening to me the best thing like if if you're at a town hall with a senator or a congressperson or even a city councilor and um you know you ask them about this bullshit that they're doing what's the best way they can get the room on their side is not gonna it's not gonna be to go into the details of the bullshit they did and and and, yeah. and go through that accountability they're just gonna attack someone else yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> that's the that's exactly how trump you know one is that he just ba- basically made the case that hillary is gonna be the most corrupt terrible crooked, yeah. yeah he was like know, she's gonna be terrible I, yeah i don't think know? she would have been much better than he promoted him. the idea I'm, of jailing her yeah. Which, by the way, I voted just I wrote yesterday, in I wrote there, in was a, there was a years-long <laughs> campaign by the Department of Justice that Trump underwent to try to get Hillary Clinton busted on something legal, mm-hmm. and they just said... We just we just finished this campaign. We couldn't find anything. Yeah. So that didn't get much news coverage, but it's pretty fun. It's it's pretty fun. I was one of those stubborn, bitter people that helped Trump win by writing in Bernie because and Bernie endorsed. Well, in Hillary. Oregon, you didn't. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, because she did win Oregon. Yeah, but, but, but Bernie endorsed in way, Hillary. But in a way, she's like, you know, she she's a. I I, I have some positive opinions about her on some things, but mm-hmm. dude, you didn't earn your the Oregon vote because you didn't come here. Yeah. Trump came to Eugene, where I live. Yeah, you know he came at le- here at least. And there's a and lot. She didn't of bother to come. She didn't come to uh, Portland, Michigan. Eugene, and Corvallis run the state. Like that's and so and it's mostly liberal, right? Like yeah. so and 
that's 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 a yeah. thing that shined through it's mostly like, Multnomah County, dude. Mm-hmm. Like Gresham, Hillsboro, those people got some power and money yeah. too. I got a lot of internet friends that like are pro Trump and they fight sure. with they fight with the other friends and like everybody's like, why you got these people on your timeline? Blah blah blah. You know, like right. they they want you to delete them or right. like not even that's entertain that's them. For me too, I, I like, try not to delete speech and delete people out of my life. Yeah. I just respond. Yeah, and frankly, I've had dudes rage a lot out of on people me don't. They don't really article. fuck with. <laughs> Right. Like, you know, like if somebody is like <laughs> is like big upping some some statistically wrong bullshit. That's usually when I actually call them out, yeah. and they usually don't have a whole lot to say about that. We could, might go back and forth for a little bit because yeah. I pick my battles. Yeah, I don't just get in there and say this meme is off color and I don't like it. Yeah, if it's I like, think the person, like, yo, can... you literally shared this shit that's 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 uh, not factually true. Like this yeah. congressman from Arizona, he shared a picture of the Iranian prime minister with Obama mm-hmm. and said, it's a good thing. These people aren't in power or whatever. Yeah. That photo was totally faked and Obama had never even met that dude. Yeah. So that was literally a, a, bl- a blatant lie. <laughs> and, you know, I asked some people on the humanity, UG news, my Instagram where I'm sharing a daily news magazine and it's a music zine. <laughs> and I recommend a dope <laughs> album every single day. Okay, cool. It's pretty fire, dude. It's yeah. pretty fun. It's a fun time. Um, but on there, I ask people, it's like, do you think there should be laws prohibiting or penalizing this behavior? Because the deep fakes are going to get way, way more convincing. Yeah, they are. Trump has already shared a video where, (laughs) you know, a hand was sped up to make it look more like a chopping gesture by this guy. I think Jim Acosta, this, um, this journalist who was questioning him made it look like the guy was being more aggressive than he was literally a faked video Hmm. or sharpie gate you remember that did you see that there's a lot no, to keep up see, with I, there's so trump much, was trying there's to so much. Try demonstrate that alabama would be hit by a hurricane yeah that alabama was not remotely uh in danger of being hit by huh. so there was this weather zone that was shown to be in danger trump took a sharpie extended the circle out to include alabama and then see, i never saw, the I never saw nothing like that exactly i try not to watch him now because i know he's just doing bad shit <laughs> Like, you know, like, I mean, that's the, where I'm at. Like, I don't even pay attention. I watch the big speeches when he, like, comes out and addresses the country. Like, right. Like, I'll watch something like that. But, like, I try not to watch the drama, the Twitter shit. The And then when you do see it, because I know I, I'm going to lock horns with my friends on the Internet. Sure. Like, if I do, you know, like, I'm like, I'm not trying to, like, sit here and, like, tell you guys what to believe. Like, uh, I believe what I believe and I'm going to vote how I vote. And like, you know, like people get wrapped up in that, po- the political debates and stuff. And yeah, I <laughs> like, I, I mean, have some kind have of influence. That's why I share back articles. In. Right? That's actually why Bernie yeah. as an outside, uh, like not outsider. Cause he's been in Congress for a long time, but ideologically an outsider. Yeah. Um, in terms of well, he's not even a Democrat, right? He registered as a Democrat, like because yeah, he yeah, had to. He's running in the Democratic primary, exactly. Race, like yeah, like, but uh, remember- lifelong independent, and that is a guy who worked his ass off to get elected the mayor of his town, Burlington. He barely got elected. Do you even believe how long, basically, establishment political, um, I don't know, institutions, collectives yeah. of people that are just that have this entrenched power have been working against this guy every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's so alienating and brash. Yeah. One, he's from Brooklyn and, t- but two, uh, 
he's had to fight that kind of shit. For example, uh, when he took over the mayor's office, yeah, you of watch Burlington, old videos. He's saying the same shit in the old videos as he's saying today. Like absolutely, forty years ago. Absolutely, or, or like <laughs> this guy's going yeah, hard. word for word. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. He's spoke he's, a little bit quicker yeah. back then. That's real shit. That's real, <laughs> yeah, like the real shit. But but <laughs> he's in amazing shape too yeah. for his age because he takes an hour long walk with his wife Jane every single day. That's great. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. so he's worried. a cool ass dude. But uh, when he was elected <laughs> yeah. mayor of Burlington, he had to take over that uh city administration with all of the same people mm. that, that the people that the person he defeated had chosen which is so fucked up that's not how it's supposed to work yeah um imagine if you know trump had to take the white house and uh all of obama's cabinet they're they're working together with trump yeah uh, that's not really how you know executive government works R- Ryan so he's been he's been he's been disrupting and being um i don't know in his own way marginalized for a very long time yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, there's every president's done something bad too. Everybody's like, sure, yeah, everyone that's been elected. I've I've never really seen a president that didn't have some dirt on yep. them or something, you know, or made a decision that was a little heavier than they should have made or something. That's you the know, sad like, thing is that, like, God, could couldn't we have had Obama's um, like espoused ideology, Obama's uh, mm-hmm. philosophy that he spoke about yep. with the Trump level vigor of barreling forward an agenda yeah obama was change a lot of things obama was change not a particularly transformative president he didn't change a whole lot of stuff in the government yeah he spoke about i was going to i mean he was it was a great change to not have uh unqualified uh you know golf vacation obsessed he still did fun shit goofball like w you know jet skiing and doing all stuff like this like it wasn't like uh, like he's just working the whole time, but like I mean, he well, he was bombing deported, kids. He deported he was more, bombing more kids children overseas, than any, right? Like he, than any other U.S. president combined, yeah. I believe. Yeah, he bombed areas that had kids and families in overseas yep. in the Middle East. Like yep. he, he was I, a drone president. Yeah, he was he was doing strikes, and people weren't. Uh, That's one of the worst. I, my least favorite things that Barack Obama did as president. He went to Flint, mm-hmm. right? And he sipped the water, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice. I remember in that. a press conference also mm-hmm. is he wet his lips with the water and made it and acted like he was really sipping it. Yeah. It was and weird. Uh, I I feel like if you're uh, gonna do that bit as a stunt, at least get a bottle of aquafina in a cup and stage that and drink the shit. Yeah. What kind of an idiot is he to think as is this like a level of delusion that he thought yeah. as a I don't know. I I actually like him as a person, by the way. And I'm I'm critical of people because I hold people to a high high standard, especially myself. Mm-hmm. But like I like people a lot. That's yeah. my fundamental thing. I like him as a person. Yeah. But that's why I'm so disappointed when I'm like, you're supposed to be this credible He's intellectual when you t- intellectual with the people talker human too. being and you patronize these people that are, by the way, on a serious level, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to like be these kids are still going to have lives, but they're going to be affected by the brain damage from the lead in the water. Mm-hmm. Like there's no yeah. recourse for that. There's yeah. nothing we can do to fix that level of damage because it's, it's in your drinking water. Yeah. You see like the things in the media so of like Elon Musk pain. and people helping out like that, like making machines and trying to make filters and stuff right and but then mm. you don't know i'm not down there seeing what's being installed and what's being right you know you see media like slapping back and forth whether right. that well, things largely are going the on media just doesn't even talk about flint because it's 
it's so sad and there's no positive when i see an article on flint it's people saying that people don't talk about flint like right that's that's the articles on flint like and then it's like the article starts off like that every time it's like like, it's it's this opportunity once it was a big story it's a good human empathy is good we're all reached it's kind of like we're talking about trying to build community help your neighbor or whatever but everybody brought in all this bottled water from elsewhere yeah but then i don't think that kept up yeah you know it's well, like when Haiti has an earthquake. There's a lot of problems out here, man. Like even like the Sinaloa cartel and like there things like that. Problems. Like cartels in Mexico. T- like the Mexican problem is a U.S. problem, right? Like also like because we're we, sure. we need to help with it. Well, you need them to have stability in their country. Yeah, yeah. and, and they. How yeah. do you build stability? Like they're going to end up invading them or something soon, right? Like I think they're going to put troops down. Like I I think we're going to see something that, that one in of our the lifetime. candidates has actually talked about. Yeah. Who to judge? I don't care for his campaign much. I think we're going to see guy. that in our lifetime with any president that gets elected, though. Like, I think that no matter what, that problem's going to come on soon. Like, and people are not, people don't watch what's going on down there. Like, they're divided by like six, seven cartels, right? Or different. Right. Like, the cartels are like ruling districts, and they the cartels are government down there right now. Like, there but there's also government and there's also police and there's also military like and they're all divided like uh i was watching things like you could see uh military standing against uh police okay in mexico you know like because they're they're divided right like really there's like cartels taking over different sects of like (laughs) the different places like Uh different properties different areas like funneling drugs in like that's what's happening with the drugs like right you know like they've traced heroin fentanyl mixtures from mexico to seattle like that's directly affecting fentanyl our neighborhoods is such a danger and it's uh, so uh that's directly affecting our neighborhoods and people don't talk about it. a lot of different it's a hard subject to talk about in. because yep. you're talking about a group of uh people like who use it and you're you're also ta- are addicted to it but you're also talking about mexicans like and that's a hard conversation for people to have for some reason like mm. and they they're generalizing like the same way when 9-11 happened people are talking shit on the dude at 7-11 and all that shit you know like uh the the dude in the store that's wearing a turban like they're talking shit on those guys oh, right because there's like a cultural impact right like i had a terrible I experience i literally w- went into a 7-eleven with a friend yeah his name is quinn and we walked but in. those guys aren't bad people right no so, not remotely so there's my thing so, we're walking out with snacks and we're supposed crazy. to hang out and i'm in middle school so whatever he's in seventh grade i'm in eighth i think and yeah we walk out of the the 7-eleven and he's like i'm sorry but i just don't know how we're supposed to th- like look at a guy like that and not think he's a terrorist well mexicans get the mexicans get the same treatment but it's immigration so Mm. they say they say they talk shit everybody associates a mexican person with immigration like out here all the white people like there's a lot of fucking people out here just like talking shit on them like that sure like casually like it's like everybody or something like every mexican is an immigrant or like uh there isn't people documented or or they call them illegals yeah Yeah. or that people aren't looking to get documentation right now in the middle of a long ass process that takes forever to do you know like sure. we should make those processes easier why wouldn't we want a bunch of p- people more people paying taxes they're like helping out the communities you know dude if you absolutely like doing uh, some of the jobs that we are so yeah, uh, make them a citizen that we benefit them, from, yeah, from like, a world where we you know we we get their agricultural production and 
or we we eat at many restaurants and it's many Latino and Hispanic yeah. communities who are who are upholding those those back of the house jobs yeah. in our communities and paying yeah. the taxes from those paying in billions of dollars every year into social security that they'll never get to actually South take Park advantage shit. of they for themselves. South Park shit, bro. Like yeah. I, they've been preaching this stuff like forever and it's exhausting because you can't like combat it like and i think we don't even get to the cartel conversation because we're sitting here hung up on immigrants and mexicans and like we're like mm. i'm like no like let's bring them in let's save Mm. them from what the fuck's going on down there and Mm. go fix what's going on down there i don't care what they do i i'm i'm not even like pro war or anything so it's like it's hard to say go invade like like what is the conversation you got like el chapo and el chapo's kids being like uh famous like and our u.s government helps make them famous and like you know like it's they've proven that the u.s government gives resources to the cartel before like that's documented Mm. you know like so it's it's like but it's like, like how we gave Osama bin Laden. Yeah, a bunch we've of given weapons to Saudi Arabia. We've given yep. given weapons oh, to Iraq. Oh, we've given Trump weapons. Trump has opened the floodgates to to give to Saudi Arabia. It's crazy, bro. Like, I, why are we over there fighting when there's shit like there's fentanyl laced heroin up in Especially, Seattle? And, and like, like, what are we doing? Our, like, our infrastructure, our, our roads, our bridges are falling apart, um, and the budget will always be there for, for weapons. Yeah. And that's one of the, everybody's known for so many years that that's one of the very, like most, you don't get anything out of that investment. Mm-hmm. Like you just enrich those people. And I guess you build the political, uh, you know, unity that comes with being at war with someone and demonizing other people or fighting over resources or whatever. Yeah. But like weapons of destruction do just that. They destroy. They say Mexico They don't do lithium. a lot of building things up. <laughs> yeah. I think you'll see that in the media too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I keep watching. Well, we talked about. I've I've watched a bunch of podcasts and all these other people talking about it too. Like, there's this Ed Calderon guy that I've been watching. He's like okay. an immigrant officer. Like, that's where I'm like, like where he was like working down there in the shit, and like he comes out of it, and now he just does podcasts and writes books and talks about like his experiences. And he's like, "There's a lot of shit going on, guys. Like, yeah. and you guys are blocked from that information." He said sure. he said that he posts shit about what's going on down there, and like Instagram and Facebook flags it, and they'll take it down. Like, wow. So like, I follow that guy on Instagram. Like, I was watching like Joe Rogan podcasts and shit. Like, you're sure. watching, and he's had a lot of great interviews with people. Yeah, I love watching that shit. Like, I'm I. I I, I like watching a good conversation, like something that's absolutely going, like that's. I hope people are getting that yeah. that uh, that out of this. Yeah, like even though I'm silly and uh, I jump to all sorts of different things. Man, I'm we're all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, on yeah. the topic of immigration and how we need to see all of our beautiful neighbors as beautiful neighbors. People may not even want to hear me talking about that shit. Like, I don't, I don't care. care. But I don't. I'm I, here to. <laughs> I came to your house in Salem, uh, and we'd never even actually met face to face. Yeah, just been internet. Yeah, today's the first day we met. Absolutely, we're yeah. having this great chat. Facebook friends, right? Um, <laughs> Facebook's real people. <laughs> real life community connections. Boom. I'll put some, I'll put some stars up. Yeah. No, I probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> this will be great, man. Then no technical uh, interruptions. I've been checking the phone, make sure that we keep the video. It's this one's it's dedicated to all I'm those guys. Gonna, on I'm gonna edit the audio, <laughs> compress it, limit it, blah blah, blah make it sound nice and beefy and fat and nice and yeah. warm <laughs> then i'm gonna throw it on the video track slide them in place and that's pretty much all i'm gonna do I'm gonna this this it. one's dedicated to every man who's ever got mad at me on the internet and posted my address or said he was coming over and he never showed up come guess who's at here? me <laughs> <laughs> don't at me but come at me bro i'm gonna i want to show those people 
what we got for them if they want to come here and talk shit. Don't come a rocking. If we you have can't the, rock, we have this night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. the audio listeners are like, "What yeah. this, is this person four, holding up?" I have four at one kids. Hour people, I have four kids. Minutes. There's kids shit everywhere. This is from grandma. It's actually really <laughs> awesome. It, it reminded me of being a child. It mm-hmm. was cool. Yeah, I, I did. Before we get off the immigration topic, I want to talk <laughs> about what? this person that I, you know, a little dirt off my shoulder. I feel like I, I took her to account. I took her behavior to account. Mm-hmm. And held that accountable because she was, uh, her name is Babe Buchanan, and she was uh, a leading advisor, one of the chief advisors for the Mitt Romney presidential campaign. Mm-hmm. And she came to Carleton College where I was a student, and she gave one of our weekly like little guest speech, it's called Convocations, and uh, she she talked about immigration, and I basically asked her the question of like, because uh, she kept calling them illegals, mm-hmm. and you know what? That's what I said was like when you refer to these undocumented people uh, who are not much different from you yeah. as illegals, I think you're implying a criminality about their character and that's unfair. Yeah. And, and you know, she responded, uh, but uh, there's laws. Yeah. It's illegal. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's illegal. <laughs> like they're still people, right? right. Like they're still Absolutely. humans. Like, so that's, and that's America's encourage. Or like used you to encourage immigrants visa, to come, right? If you overstay a visa, like, which is the number one way that we, the undocumented immigrants end up being in the U.S. and living here. Yeah. Uh, there's so many things that could happen in your life if you're visit. you know, if, while you're in the U.S. and like mm-hmm. let's you know let's say you get married or blah blah blah. And, Meanwhile, or, you could just walk you, into you, Canada. You're in a relationship, but you're not ready to get married, and you but you're here and you're rooted. You might even have a kid, yeah. but you don't have citizenship, and that's you know. But you're contributing. We need to find ways to bring those people fully into the fold. Yeah. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, you could just walk into Canada. Though I got buddies that walk into Canada, like to go visit their right. friends like like right. and you don't even have to like not promoting that you go do that but whatever right. but i mean it's like that that's how that shows it's about 3 30 okay, yeah we've sweet. been talking a while yeah we can wrap yeah, up yeah. within 15 minutes and i can get back yeah. to eugene for my work shift yeah i i think that uh you, you know like there's an obvious color problem too like people mm. like focus on color mm. for immigration right mm, like yeah you don't absolutely <laughs> like that we're not yeah. talking about russians all the time being here there's a lot of russians out in salem i tell you that interesting. I, I know there's a lot of russians here. you know like uh yeah. i've met a lot of canadians out here in oregon uh who are out here just walking over the border you yeah. know like like that's <laughs> and those are white people though exactly so exactly. to to not acknowledge that there is a problem there like like people are way more lax on a white person like they because they're not <laughs> dude yeah um, did, did you ever see like this uh like flush down kate brown.com mm-hmm. oregon governor stuff yeah everybody's like yeah, yeah trying to recall kate brown yeah and however you feel about that i guess not however you feel about that because it'll probably influence how you feel about what i'm saying right now but like they were selling shirts merch and stuff and one of them i have no idea what it was trying to say mm-hmm. that's clever that, that could be interpreted as non-racist yeah and it said oregon isn't brown <laughs> yeah and her last name's kate brown okay yeah. she's a le- she's a bisexual governor she's but they're white, also so she's it's not a wordplay so they're also talking about yeah, right, brown people <laughs> yeah that's what i felt like i was like what are you that's Oregon what it feels isn't like. brown like what place what could you be talking about because yeah. we actually have a lot of soil 
Yeah. We're, we're very green, yeah. green and brown. You're not talking about the space. earth, are you? I, don't, I literally <laughs> don't know what you could be talking yeah. about. You're saying Oregon isn't brown. You're comparing us to California. A metaphor has two Washington. sides. What are we uh, talking about the other side there? <laughs> like, I don't but, get it. I mean, Kate Brown, personally, I, I don't have any feelings on her political stance and all that because I don't know enough about it to like stand behind it or whatever. It's been wild to watch uh, her, her ascendance. I know Kate Brown see. helped me personally, though. That's amazing. I met Kate Brown. She, she didn't she didn't help me i don't know who she is we don't know each other we never met in person but she signed a bill that stopped landlords from raising your rent over seven percent and my landlord last year when she signed this bill and pushed it through uh, forced it to go through Mm. uh, my landlord was trying to raise my rent 200 plus dollars wow and her bill caused him to only be able to raise it like 93 bucks and so like that's a big difference yeah and for it, it impacted my life for an entire year and this year he raised it again another 95 but he couldn't go above 95 because that bill's still in effect you know like so like that's two years in a row kate brown's affected my life personally like where like i'm not displeased with the job she's doing i think mm. that she's probably got a lot on her plate and a lot of decisions on their plate and she's been a very socially progressive um governor in a state where that's really not popular in a lot of the state you got a lot of people to please the yeah. and the, rural, the rural communities are yeah. upset with Kate brown like, right I, I get it i get it right they need they need other policies yeah. they need other other kinds of help that yes. Kate brown isn't giving and right so or at like, least not giving enough yeah so it's been really but I got interesting help. to watch i i it changed my life a little bit like i'm not i'm you know, a few thousand dollars richer well, the last two years because a lot of, of Democrats in Oregon doing really good work legislatively. Um, there are Republicans who are doing good work too. Um, but the, the, the speaker of the house, Tina Kotek is saying she wants to finally, uh, move the state to a, a emer- call it an emergency that we have a homelessness yeah. emergency, which is like, yeah, no shit. Any city. I've in never the- seen Salem the way it is right now. Dr- right. Go drive downtown before you leave. Like, right. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's and, crazy. And with the exception of the Occupy Eugene, uh, 2011, 2010 ish yeah. uh, era where it was really a protest based, like it's rough camp in Eugene in the too. Heavy city. down there. Yeah. Like, Eugene, it's, where it's, it's more, it's a more intense problem of, because these people are in vulnerable yeah. situations living on the street. Someone was and telling me yesterday it's more neighbors. violent down there too because yeah. the cops and the homeless fight, right? Like they're rebelling. That's probably true people. in many cases. Yeah. Um, and up here, I think it's getting to that point where like they've taken the ability to, you're not allowed to camp in tents on the sidewalk now. Uh, so interesting. now all the homeless people downtown are sleeping in their own stuff. Like they lay their stuff out and just sleep on their stuff because yeah. in the open, because right. they're not allowed to set up their tents legally. Okay. So now they're just all out there and you Bastard. can see them yeah. and they're doing their thing. And it's kind of like a, it's a wake up call. I think for a lot of people driving through and hanging well, out downtown. One of the things that like, the federal government does <laughs> or theoretically does is that the first amendment, right? To gather to to peaceably assemble, yeah, in public space is uh, is a federally protected right, and so um, that's one of the things that makes it mm-hmm. hard for some people who try to push through policies like that. I don't know how you do that. Yeah, it's legal to sleep on the sidewalk, but not a, to camp on the sidewalk. So like they can sleep on fascinating. The yeah, so that's where they're at. Yeah, right now. and they tried to camp out at the Capitol building and protest there, but they sweeped them the same day. Right. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, it's it's a challenge because I I believe in moving towards a better future for on this issue. 
well, we need to start building affordable places to live faster. Yeah. The problem is a lot of the population growth in Oregon, it's gentrification. Yeah. It's people who are, have wealth that come in. You know, the, the, why do it, it literally, I don't want to just be all on my bashing California tip here, but let's be real. University of Oregon tuition prices would not be nearly as high if it were not for the fact that these Californians can afford to make them that yeah. high. And so even in-state and out-of-state tuition are really high at University of Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of the, the cost of living is getting higher kids, because the investment kid, the that kids, they make honestly. is in these really posh, um, like kind of skyscraper student housing complexes Yeah, that I, I think one of them has a tennis court on the roof. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. I've s- a lot so of the people it. you see downtown are kids. There's and like I want young people, young people. I like, want people who have economic means to come to Eugene. Yeah, I do, but I but I don't want it to be at the cost of the people who are generationally invested in this community. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy out there, man. I'm I don't know. There's not one any one solution. Well, I got the beard while I'm living out in my car, mm. and I'm trying to get everything in line to where I can uh, have a better situation because. Showers and a bathroom. I mean that that and uh, a kitchen, a microwave, yeah, boiling water. These are things that I come yeah. to appreciate a lot. Yeah. So thank you for letting me take a shower. Hey. <laughs> cool. Yeah, man. Do you have any other things that you want to get out there? And also, I got to make sure that people know how to find whatever you want them to find. Yeah. Uh, I know that you're that kid cry all one word on Spotify. Mm-hmm. That's where people can hear a lot of cool projects. Yep. Uh, I got a project coming out called Bear With Me. Uh, it's got singles like Bear Necessities, which I've been performing a lot at the shows and getting good responses. Uh, I got a song called Angry on there that I had a video for. Uh, My Anxiety with Rizzle and Imposters on there. There's a video for that. With we Bossy. heard a snippet of that here. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> So all that stuff's coming out on Bear With Me. There's a bunch of other tracks on there. I got like locals that are doing good on there. Uh, people that uh, a lot of you probably never heard, uh, but I mean, people that are dope. People because I don't just work with just a bunch of whack artists. Like I work with people who I think I respect and I like them. And there's something about them, you know. Like that isn't I that do. tricky when you love someone and they and they might even yeah. be a hip hop fan, but then they try to do it and they want you to collab or help or I've mentor. I've had friends that like don't like, rap and they're be, like, you have the honest, gear, like, dude, let's you rap. Might, this is not your lane. <laughs> this is not your thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this guy hold. God, he turned on me. He, 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 this person is a very interesting person. Uh, actually, she, because they okay. are they now use uh, she, her pronouns, and I want to respect that. But this person sent me the wackest rhymes when I was in college all the time. Man. And they're still there in my Facebook Messenger, I'm sure. You got to tell them they're whack. You got to tell... you. You got to be honest, but there's nice ways to be honest. Yeah, Everybody want doesn't want to be mean and nobody wants to hear that they suck, but you got to like, t- you got to steel sharp as steel. You got, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I ain't, I ain't trying to sharpen my steel we on, gotta, a, we, on a piece of wood. You got to admit though, like we, there, <laughs> it is a requirement. If we want to keep it real as rappers who, who believe in the craft of lyricism, blah, 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 yeah. if we want to do that. Yeah. Like economically, there needs to be like a mar- the market needs to have honesty. Like, a bunch of no whack <laughs> rappers. We need the whack rappers exist because we all antagonize them constantly. Yeah. And if they don't exist, imagine if everybody who is rapping is actually really good at rapping. 
I Nobody would, can talk shit about the low-hanging fruit anymore. I would be at peace. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be okay with it. You like go to like the go I'm to sick. like a Chinese restaurant and like wrap your order and then like the server I'm sick like of this. He's back a good, at you. I'm sick of this. He's a good person. Bullshit. <laughs> I, was like, no, I, I, I want community to happen and but i think everybody has their lane and what they're good at so like if you want to be involved in the community there's many ways to be involved there's elements of hip-hop you know like you don't have to be what you're not good at you can also be a videographer you can also be a True. producer you can also True. be an engineer a dj a graffiti artist a dancer you can be anything you can be a pyro guy you can be lights and you know like it's it's you can be a promoter you can everything there's you can be a host of a show if you're funny like you know that's so true it's there's a lot of things we can do together and people don't all have to be a rapper like and the rapper doesn't have to be the center of attention either yeah (laughs) like why 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 are we listening (laughs) you know the djs are talented as hell like let's look at the djs you know like i'm trying to think of if i've ever heard of shows where the rapper did the whole show without like being out on the stage I can't think of any like I'm okay. This is the inverse, so it's a bad example. But Kendrick <laughs> did like the damn tour, yeah, and he had a band, but they were all behind the screen the whole time. Mm-hmm. And there was like visuals and like shit, um, so you don't see any of them. Yeah, but you hear the drumming and stuff. Yeah. But it's all about him being out there and rapping alone. Yeah, I mean, okay, from the theatrical perspective, it, you want to make these guys gods, like, and also <laughs> like, well, <laughs> people lift you up to be a god when you come out of your community. You're representing your community yeah. well, and you're doing something beautiful, and it's being pulitzer level recognized yeah you know like that's it's hard to say you know because if because dude that has to be a goal for me i i've been to barclays center and seen travis scott mm-hmm. uh perform with the check yeah. west and it's like the people go nuts and that's church man i remember Arena shows Kanye. are like church yeah i saw Kanye west with rihanna and lupe and nerd they were all on the glow in the dark tour sick and sick you saw that yeah and then uh but I remember Kanye N-E-R-D, coming by out the of the way. ground. I don't think like, you want to say nerd. Kanye, nerd, N-E-R-D, yeah. <laughs> Kanye uh, came out of the ground on a mountain. Okay. And it like rose as he's rapping. And then like a spaceship came out of the sky and like abducted him. And there's like, it's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Did I just see Montana on your arm, even though oh, yeah, you were saying Montana got in the way of your Minnesota show? Oh, yeah, it says fuck Montana. Fuck Montana. <laughs> <laughs> A flex on Montana, okay, every day. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was the X on the fuck Montana on the fuck. That's where we broke down. Nice. Yeah. Nice. We all got Get matching. Get up close to the camera and show them. We all got matching. We're signing off. Matching motherfucking and, uh, tattoos. I don't mind Montana. I think Montana's actually pretty cool. It's but, not that but bad. They had to see it. They, they fucked me over it. and it has some symbolism for us, you know, like. Yeah. Montana's weather fucked me over. The people, I have nothing uh, terrible to say about them. Mm-hmm. Although I went to a crazy festival and saw the N word and all kinds of stuff all over their walls. And That's they were whack. like, it was like, uh, it was a rough place. <laughs> they had a yeah. hip hop festival there. Uh, the guys on the festival actually blacked out all the bad writing and all that stuff. Mm. <laughs> like they were making some changes there, but, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> like just i think there's like uh there's like a loneliness in montana but it's mm. beautiful you know like you you sure. drive through I, I, I i've driven through there a bunch of times i've done shows there with like a guy named kosher and stuff like that like okay uh but i i, I don't hate just to be clear with the people yeah, my I cousin played on the on montana montana lady it's grizz soccer montana. team and she was good 
True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a great show in Missoula. There's a guy named Big Shade who rocked his set. Yeah. Um. Uh. And then a couple other friends who were on that show were also awesome too. Yeah. So shouts to my. Oh, I didn't even mention. Uh, there's actually three things that I think are going to be big in this decade. We're about to sign off. I think we got this super rural. Right <laughs> I said white guys screaming over 808s, but also just like hip hop even like urban artists in super rural places doing videos and like okay. doing rural rap like did you see kanye's follow god and he's trying to build shit in wyoming mm-hmm. yeah he's you building know? like domes and stuff yeah and community, he's making his own community I mean, the, the, Bill Gates a, a lot of the, the areas thing. in the in that in the rocky mountains and in the west coast yeah. are probably going to start to see more development i mean bill you, gates is doing the same thing he's making his own community right it's like a it's like he? a smart community they're making like <laughs> the city's operating on like computers and artificial intelligence that's the bill gates without whom There's i wouldn't have gotten an amazing <laughs> higher education scholarship for two different yeah. schools it was uh, rich crazy. people are making cults people we got <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the message we're putting out there <laughs> how do we be less stupid aaron uh, uh stop educate. the rich people from making cults yes <laughs> okay yeah all right knock it off see knock it off <laughs> we just told them off in a youtube video that'll probably get about 87 views so we have the real power peace i'll, I'll get you more than 87 <laughs>